Yeah. Bam, we're live. Did you think about when we said, hey, do you want to do the show at 7 a.m.? You're like, hey, dude, I'm West Coast. What the fuck? No, I was like, thank God. It's someone that's actually on the West Coast because everyone else, I have to be, is that my time or your time? Like me and Chase do that all the time. We've been doing the, our, like our podcast for so long now. And every single text, hey, what time can you go tomorrow? Uh, Nine o'clock my time or 11 o'clock your time or yeah yeah who who who's winning that whose time have you deferred to mine yeah fuck you chase fuck you chase <laughs> west coast west coast the best coast no one even does no one even there, there's not even one notable crossfit fitter in the middle of the country in chicago chicago is the middle is that where chase lives chicago no he's no he's dallas He's in, no, he's, he's as far as I'm concerned, he's Chicago. Don't ever, <laughs> don't ever crack me on my show again. <laughs> hey, let's um, let's. Did, did you see this post? Let's do crazy shit. You ready? Whatever you want to do, man. Okay. Uh, uh, Tommy Marquez, um, Brian Friend, leave morning chalk up. Okay. Are you asking me? I'm just saying that Tom, I don't know. Yes, everything. Tommy Marquez was the number one guy there. Brian was the number two guy there. Like in yeah. terms of just like, that's who everyone kind of, those were the guys. Just, you, you know they what were I mean? the, They like, were the names. They were our names in the space and they were the recognized names. And, yeah, like Catron yeah. was the number one in the stable at um uh, at Comptrain. Right. Yeah, just, and uh, and, and Tommy was number one and, and um. Let's say Brian was uh, Sam Quant or Amanda Barnhart, and, and, and they and they are gone. What do they do? It, that sucks when people that for for those other people left there. That's not good for them. Like there's people who came to who worked there because those guys worked there. Do you know what I mean? Well, and yeah. Now but, they got Lauren Khalil carrying the fucking whole whole boat. Well, She's like I, in the back kicking. You have to think about what uh, what morning chalk up was. And how that, how that, when that, when it actually exploded, yeah, is when Greg pulled the plug on all the media stuff and was like, okay, let everybody else do it. So they were all, everyone was kind of shuffling around. I mean, that's when uh, they had Armin, a boon. Then I didn't know his, that they yeah. really did. Like they had yeah. some like number, they had some growth there. They had to because where else was everybody? Where else was everybody looking? I mean, even okay. when they still had, when they still had uh, the the last skeletons of the of the media crew at hq there was information that was going on i mean that's why greg was having like you know uh interviews with armin and everyone's like well, how the hell did armin get the interview with greg and then how the hell the was it the the two girls the um they had a podcast i don't remember what it was called it was uh, oh those fucking knuckleheads i got a great dick. story about those fucking dickheads and okay, so it's like yes. all of a sudden all these other people are talking to greg and HQ yeah. isn't kicking out the information. It's all, it's everybody else. And so you know, Morning Chocolate was kind of right on there with that. Um, and then they blew up. And then as, you know, the the people who were in the media department were being moved out or, or having to go, had to go out or pushed out, they were looking for other places. And that's where everyone was. I mean, everyone's it, it was really weird because it, it set everyone into a scramble. I don't I don't know. I know what Greg was trying to do. I, I get what he was trying to do, but it, I, I think it's one of those things where like, okay, I don't like what this is happening. So instead of, instead of fixing what's broken, let's just throw a fucking grenade in it, blow everything up and then just see what happens after that. It's like a complete reset. And so all those guys started scrambling. So you saw, you know, Tommy was going to one place and another place and here and there. And, 
you know, I mean, you know, you're, you're the one that brought Brian in. you're the one that brought Brian into the whole fold. And then he was one of those guys. I mean, the, the set, the stats guys, it's really interesting the the stats guys blew up because everyone heard all the stats these guys were giving. And then instantly they became the voice for all of the different pockets of whatever, whatever we were doing in media. And, you know, those guys were writing a ton. Um, I mean, I always crack up. I, I love the information that Brian has, but sometimes I laugh about it. I'm like, all right, what's the percentages of CrossFitters that all like the color purple and were born on a Tuesday? <laughs> and he gets that information. It's like, I mean, cool. If you're like a big mega fan, like that's awesome. Yeah. To me, like, I don't give a shit about that. Or if so your favorite color is purple. Like, I'm like, I don't fucking care. Who cares? Right. Who cares? Like in my world where I am, at least on the media side, like, I'm live commentary. I'm. Why is this happening? It has no. It doesn't matter if he likes purple. If he was. Why haven't they brought? Why hasn't anyone used him for live commentary? Because I, I think it's a it's a different skill. Stats is not live. Stats in in desk commentary are two totally different beasts. Okay, so, but but let me let me put it this way: you you have someone like you, yeah, who can just go off and do the color, yeah, and then he's like in in he, he would I mean he. He would seem like a great uh, for you or Chase. It seems like he would be a great counter. Um, for what we do live, where he and like Chad Schroeder are, like those yeah. are the guys that that feed the info to the live comment. Like live, right? Comment, right. You, I imagine you that. Have a, yeah. yeah, you you have a block of time that you got to work with. So yeah. like as they're transitioning from thrusters to burpees over the box, that's why that's where I'm supposed to say, okay, well, why is that person doing that? All of the percentages and all of the stuff that like, well, you know, if 96% of the time they're, you know, they work 100% of the time and on every other fourth Thursday they do, all that stuff is great before they say go. But once you say go, all that shit goes out the window. And now as a coach, I, and, and as an athlete, I can see how they're moving. Why are they moving? What sort of things should they be doing to get from this point to that point faster? It doesn't matter all the historical stuff and all the data and whatever, because at that point, I mean, virtually anybody can get beat. Anybody can like when you say go and that's that's what I always loved about sports is you can have all of the all of the stats, all the historical data, all of the stuff. And then when they say go, anyone can get beat on any day. And I mean, I, you know, I, I've been an athlete forever and ever. I, and ever. I don't know. I it's kind of cool. It's kind of, it would be kind of cool if um you're, you're talking about the box jumps and then Brian says, Hey, there's been 742 CrossFit competitions in the last six years. Every single one of them has had a box jump in it. I see to me during the event, like, who I like that. They all have the boxes. I think before, I think the death show stuff, that's where those guys can go off and have, it's he like should be. He like, should be doing something. He should be doing something. Hundred percent. He more be, than just feeding intel. I think. No, no, no. I no. What I'm saying is like the think about the the pregame. I mean, I don't want stuff. him to. I like him just like I like him getting kicked out of the games and people shitting on him because then he's available <laughs> for me. But, <laughs> well, yeah, but now I just I think he, got, he got the he got for, the bar bend. Uh, uh, yeah. Bar so bell. what happens to morning chalk up? Lauren, think, Lauren Khalil's over there. She's 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 the only. I'm I'm trying to think who uh, Patrick well, Park's I, over there. But I, I just I, heard I just heard that she is now full time YouTube. She's a full time YouTuber now. That's what I heard Hiller say. Yeah, I I I was talk. I wanted her to come and do the CrossFit shit on my channel. Yeah, I saw how hard she was putting out a video every single day. 
Oh, she crushes it. This and I was like, great. okay, I need someone putting out a video every single day on my thing. I went out, I found a sponsor for her. And then I said, hey, come over. Yeah. And, uh, and she said, okay, let, let me think about it. And, um, and then, and I told her, I said, hey, either way, it's a win for me. You stay over there and something good happens to you over there. It's a win for me, mm-hmm. which is true. We should get into that about how it's so important that all that the tide rises for everyone. Yeah. Um, and then she stayed over there and she's just killing it. So they must've offered her, I'm guessing she, she got some good money, um, good enough. And, but she can't float the whole boat. Can she? Well, just I one, think one, what it'll do person. is all of the underlings, whoever are the other writers that are there. Yeah. There. I mean, I, I don't think that they're going to step anyone up. Was gonna, yeah. Because the, now the door is finally open. Like, I don't think someone's going to be able to jump over Tommy Marquez unless they're just like, dude, I'm, I, I mean, Tommy does all of these things. Tommy's a good but writer. Dude, think of how much clout those two have. How are, how is anyone else there going to get that clout? Now Brian they, and Tommy now have been they everywhere. To. Now they what? get to. Now those other people get to. Okay. They didn't have the opportunity before. I mean, now now they can. And it's it's like, all right, well, step up, guys. Or what it does, if they don't, then there are two open spots. That if there's if there's another Brian friend out there or or someone that's been watching the sport and playing with the numbers and looking at all of the things and being like, well, you know what, fuck it. I don't like what he has to say. I'm going to say this. And they just start feeding a bunch of info. That's one of the things that Morning Chalk Up has been able to do is they kind of have an open door. If you want to write, if you want to be involved in this, then they're like, come on over. We'll see what you have and we'll put it out there. So it, it, I think it opens up the door for those other the other writers that they have. So it's like, OK, now you get to make a name for yourself. So go. It's like everything else. I mean, like when you have the big name, it's like, all right, the big shoes to fill. But I don't think it'll be. um. I don't think it's a. Uh, I think they're in trouble. Oh, they're gonna be scrambling. Everyone scrambles when you lose your big dogs, hundred percent. Yeah, and I think the other people there, you, you, you I mean, you, I don't, you, you know that there's people at the gym that you're excited to see, right? Like, yeah. I love doing the podcast because this comes with me. Yeah, seven a.m. and I'm fucking got a huge cup of coffee. I mean, I'm Amen. serious. What a Amen, great brother. motivation, right? Amen, brother. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> um. There's people who who work there because they wanted to rub shoulders with, I'm sure, uh, Tommy and and Brian. They're, they're I, they were their friends. They're like the hot chick who sits in the front row of physics at 7 a.m. in college. You know, I, I'm not going to disagree with that, but I don't. I won't say that that's the only reason. Like they're not right. there just because. Like sweet, I get to write next to Tommy. Well, it's, they aren't sitting like desk to desk. Tommy's doing his thing, and they all post it, but they're all kind of in the same, you know, virtual stable. I think, man, I think it's cool, but I don't think that that is going to be, I don't think that that's why people went, people went there because they want to be part of it. And they see that people can be part of it. They have a bunch of, I mean, they have, you watch like when they do their, their posts, when they, they do their Instagram thing, you see, I'm like, oh, here's this article that comes out. And you're like, oh, who the hell wrote that? Oh, I've yeah. never heard that name before. So they have a bunch of people and now those people are going to get more opportunities. So it's kind of like, all right, who who is going to step up? And so I think what they'll probably end up having is whatever that next tier, that JV team that's that was sitting behind those guys, they're going to be battling to see who's in that new spot now. And there who's might it? be a superstar in the mix. Here, I'll jump on your side real quick. Yeah. What what, what about what about um, Barbell Ben? What are they doing? What, I don't I don't are they normally a CrossFit rag? Why are they why are they um getting in bed with brian that's a good question i don't i don't really know i mean i think that I, i've seen did they reach out to late. you did they ever reach out to you no 
No. I mean, I've done... Uh, Do you know if they reached out to anyone besides Brian? I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea. Um, uh, again, I haven't I heard anything either. I just think it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting move. Uh, as of late, and maybe they just decided that they want to add that to their... Um, you know, to their, to their side. I know that I've done like, I, they, they've dabbled. I mean, cause I've done some stuff for them. Um, Oh, they got CrossFit as one of their hashtags. Scroll down just a little bit more. Yeah. So I, I wrote some stuff for like the open, like the open tips. So I did some stuff like that for them. Um, but it wasn't like big, let's get heavy into CrossFit. It was like, Hey, we know we have people that lift and that do this stuff. So, um, we want to have that stuff in there, but their main thing is lifting. I think it's cool that they that they want to have that avenue because so many CrossFitters are into lifting. I mean, lifting is what brought. I mean, CrossFit is what brought lifting back to the forefront. I mean, really, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it's an it's a natural win, and he is a voice. I mean, like if you're talking about stats and you want to know about information, I mean, that guy can you know information puke all over you. He can give you whatever number of data and percentages and everything so did you get a new bronco no oh what was that picture of uh there was a picture you were talking about what you did on one of your on some day and there was a there was a car oh it's my it's my fj cruiser oh that's what that is yeah God, i love that thing toyota makes that yeah it's so cool they don't make that anymore uh they stopped and then i heard they were gonna re i think they stopped like in 2014 and then i heard they were gonna bring it back out again hmm but yeah, this is, this is my little ride. I love that thing. How 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 many um are are you tripping on how many people popped onto this? How long have you and um, Chase been doing the get with the programming? Uh, we started um right when the pandemic hit. Right when the pandemic hit, we we started. I think it's like two years. Really? God, it feels, I feel like you guys have been doing it for a long time. Um, You know, those two, those two (laughs) girls that we talked about who, who got that interview with Greg, they went to his house. Are are those girls still doing their show? I, I, dude, even, I I didn't know who the fuck they were when it all popped up. I'm like, who who are the, how did they get the interview with Greg? Like, where did they, I mean, other than the fact that maybe they were cute girls, I, I I don't really know. But other than that, like, I don't know how, I don't know how that would have come about unless he just randomly picked you know, from out of a hat. I'll talk to these guys. When you hang out with someone like Greg, there's two, I always put people, there's two kinds of people in two kinds of camps. There's people who come over there and all they do is address Greg. And there's people who come over there and they address it. They they treat everyone normal. Right. So if you, like if you walk in the house and you walk over and you say hi to me, hi to his sister, hi to the cleaning lady, hi to his wife, hi to his kids. And then there's people who like, like, I, I don't know why they do this, but they only will talk to Greg. Well, because he's he's the famous one. He's the popular one. He's the guy, you know? Of course they're going to do that. And, and it reminds me of those people who, like, you're, you're out at a restaurant with them, and they're treating you nice, and they're treating the waiter like shit. And all I'm thinking the whole time is, I'm fucking never going out with you again. Uh, <laughs> think you're a piece of shit. You know what I mean? I, no, I get that. I get like that. You, like, I know if you treat the waiter like that, you'll treat me like that someday. I'm fucking out of here. Yeah. The, and I, if you I would just Greg, he never does that. He'll stop and talk to a homeless guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's always been that way. Yeah, he treats everyone the same. And so those two girls, they were like that. They came over to his house, and they it was like just all about – it was crazy. It was crazy. And they, they were fucking horrible. They were ill-prepared. They're fucking 
everything about them was shitbirds. But I'll never forget that they posted a picture on their Instagram of their feet up on Greg because Greg flew him in on his plane. Yeah. And they had their feet up on his leather chairs. Yeah. And fucking we all just fucking right in front of Greg hammered them like those dipshit. You know what I mean? Like everyone, like you fucking morons. You posted a picture on your Instagram sitting in Greg's playing with your feet up on his leather chairs. You think he wants your feet? His, your, you know. Well, I, yeah, bad. but that's what was weird is from the outside looking in, it was like, how? And Greg's cool with that. Like, all right, I, I apparently he he likes a different type of person, or he thinks that that's going to be. He good feels for sorry whatever. for people. That's what Greg's well, thing. I mean, is Greg likes to help that. the little man. He likes to help the little man. Okay, I didn't see them as the little man. Yeah, well, they they were fucking atrocious. I mean, like, that's not cool. I, I have seen that. I mean, when Greg had his... Um, and they went woke, and they went woke as fuck. Of course they did. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't doubt that. I, I love all the people who got access to Greg and then turned on him. That's my favorite. Kind of, in, in not there in a healthy a way, it's my favorite. Yeah, there was it's my favorite because it makes me look good. It's for really bad reasons. <laughs> Selfish, egotistical self-centered reasons <laughs> yeah like like if you're not greg's friend anymore it's more greg for me yeah do you know what i mean it's like yeah yeah, yeah. Good. i'm glad you fucked up <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i mean it's I, not, i'm not saying it's a healthy trade i have but like man i remember when all that stuff was going down i remember being on uh like zoom calls with other like affiliate owners just not, nothing that was crossfit um driven but just co just community like affiliate owner driven and there were so many that were like, I, I'm going to lose members if I don't take CrossFit off my, off yeah. my, my name here. And I'm like, I'm like you guys, okay. Whether you like or don't like what he did, like where did you're the owner here? Like, this is your business. If they don't want to come, you can't be a slave to them. Like go get the people that want, like, this is our time to educate. This is our time to educate however you want to go. Right. Uh, but man, that, that, that plucked a cord with people. And all of a sudden you have business owners that, I mean, for the most part, especially if they've been around a while, most of us didn't know shit about business when we started. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know how to, I wasn't a businessman. I'm barely still a businessman now trying to figure all this stuff out. But, um, when all of a sudden you, you have what you know, and then you feel like the rug's pulled out from under you and you start scrambling it man it was really weird it was really weird such a weird i mean it's a weird time anyway but someone needed to draw imploded. a flow chart and explain that I, I, like i want to acknowledge that it must have been really hard on affiliates 100 so, so you're, 100%. Bar you're barely making it and five percent of your clients quit because of or, or use that as an excuse to quit man in, in right? la i was talking to people in la they're like i'm gonna lose half of my people yeah, well, yeah, because it's the high for wokeness. Right, right. So, so, uh, um, but the here, but, but the next step is if you grab your ankles for them, and that's what that's the problem. Whenever I interview anyone right. from Canada, they think it's okay to grab your ankles a little bit. Like, and, and the second you grab your ankles a little bit, they're taking the whole thing. No yeah. one's just putting the tip in. No, as soon as you give a little bit, they're going to be fucking that you're going to be getting just hammered and railed. And, uh, yeah. They don't re they don't realize it. You actually have to stand your ground and hurt for a second. The 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 only bending over to grab anything would be to pick up your big boy pants. Yes, and be like, okay, fucking, let's go. Like, all right. Unless you disagreed with Greg said, then run that way as hard as you can. Kick out the people who right. 
Yeah. And there, and there was, I mean, there was, there was a handful that did, ah, man, it was really, it was, Hey, that how was did that so turn out for weird. them? How that did was, that turn out for them? Yeah, real, real good. <laughs> real good. All those fuck. Every time I look at one of those gyms, they're fucking closed. Yeah. Well, okay. So, uh, or they're when, hurting when, or when they're Dave, hurting. when Dave got back in and he started doing those, uh, affiliate talk, affiliate owner, little meetings that he was have that he was having. He had one here at my place and he had all the local affiliates come in and um, the owners. And he's like, I'm just sitting back and listening. What do you guys want to know about? And and I, and I think it's cause I was, I've, I've been around the longest. One of the things that I was saying was what we want is I want, I want HQ to help differentiate the name CrossFit from everyone else out there. Cause like the question that every owner asks themselves is why should I even keep that name? Why do I keep Like I'm paying this money. What do, what do I get out of it? They don't give me anything out of this. And you know, okay, cool that they do the, um, the play. You still own CrossFit Inferno. You're at CrossFit Inferno. Yeah. Yeah. We're coming up on 15 years and okay. Shit. For those who don't know, I just wanted to get that in there. Okay, so, yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to take you off track. So, no, so no, go no. back, go back. So it was, it was the idea of, um, okay, I'm paying X amount of dollars. What do I get out of it? And I'm like, what do you mean? What do you get out of it? You get the recognition of automatically. I mean, you, when you have CrossFit on your name, it automatically splits you from everybody else. Otherwise, like, okay, so your strength and conditioning or your inferno fitness all of a sudden you are in this gigantic melting pot of every other gym that's exactly the fucking same that are all doing quote-unquote crossfit like stuff but they're not doing um they're afraid to say what they are and immediately when i say crossfit inferno someone's like oh okay okay like it it just jumps you out so like i'm willing to pay whatever amount of money um for that because I want to be differentiated and I will pay that amount of money to differentiate myself out of that. I get to run the CrossFit gym however I want. I mean, I know there are good CrossFit gyms and there are shitty CrossFit gyms. I get it. Just like there are good doctors and shitty doctors. But um, I automatically get that when with that name. So that's why, I mean, I I never considered dropping it. Never. Not even... Even when I was like, what the, whoa, what the fuck is happening with Greg saying these things and everyone's blown up over here and whatever. And I, I mean, I had a couple conversations with members that are like, I'm not going to pay to him. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is our CrossFit. CrossFit Inferno is here. It's not anywhere else. And, you know, in, in having to use our, my education to educate as a coach, as a leader of my group, as a, um, someone that's trying to make their life better using whatever resources that I have, which is cross methodologies and all the stuff that Greg talked about, because I, I mean, shit, that's what's so great. Like me and Chase are doing all the, the, the glassman chipper stuff. Now doing our book club thing, every fucking thing that that guy had. Oh, those are awesome. By the way, it's so good. Like I, well, I mean what you and Chase are doing is, Oh man, dude, it's so fun. Like, but I mean that, but that's it. Those are, those are the words, those are the mantras, those are the phrases and the quotes that drove us way back in the day to now. And we we seem to have forgot a lot of those things because it's so easy to get just 
mixed up with, uh, oh, I need to try this thing and we need to do, you know, so-and-so training is doing this stuff. So we have to go that way or whatever, whatever everyone's doing and they forget the basic things. And what drew me to CrossFit in the beginning was that Greg so eloquently would put these complex ideas into the most simple setup. And I, man, I love that. I love that. I love listening to him talk. I could just sit there and listen to him talk all the time. Everyone, they, the dot uh, com should publish the five buckets of death on the first of every month. Yeah, they should. Right. I don't. Right I don't there. know why. I don't know why they aren't repurposing. I mean, yes, we would go through like every single one of those things. We, I think we're, and we're not even remotely close. I think there's like thirty-eight or fifty-eight um, of the articles. I listened to the What Is Fitness last night. Oh, dude, it's so good. While I worked out, it was so good. It's so cool how you guys have highlighted it in different colors for like the, the relevancy. Hey, yeah. you know what else too? Right oh. as I was watching that, I texted him last night and I said, Hey, dude, I got to get you on video saying, um, talking about your process and how you came up with uh, world class fitness in 100 words. Yeah. Because you guys were speculating on that. I was like, Oh, shit. How come I've never asked him that? What a great, what a great thing to talk about. I, he just, it, yeah. I, I mean, I, w- <laughs> I wonder if like he had to add or cut words out to make the 100. You yeah, know what I all mean? that. Like, yeah. It's like, shit. It's like, all right, so I just got to 105 words. So. Took too, da- took too damn long to get this legend on. I agree. Thanks, Loving it dude. so far. By the way, Bill, do you ever run into Robbie at Headstrong? <laughs> yeah, every once in a while. Robbie used to be a member of ours um, man, a long time ago. And uh, he eventually made his own gym um, here in San Luis as well. He's a powerlifting background guy. Good dude. Good dude. Hey, the Colt hat. Um, does uh, is that is the Colt stuff and the OG stuff both you and Chase? That's from get with the programming. Yeah, yeah. Like if, uh, you so make, uh, if you make twelve dollars on that, you, Chase gives you six. Uh, well, I think after we give whatever we need to give to uh, Ken for Super Works for putting it all together and doing his thing, yeah. But it, you know, it's so weird. Like the, it's really cool that it's gone. You know, the whole OG thing and the, the cult awesome. stuff and all that. Yeah. Um, it's really, really fun. And it, 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 the intent of money never like that was never even like, hey, this could be another revenue stream. It, that was never the thing. It was always, I don't like what's fucking happening right now with CrossFit. I mean, and this is really what it happened. It was like I. I mean, yeah, you're leaning the other way. The, Instead the, of being like, hey, let's dumb everything down and no uh, one has to go squat below parallel, you're like, fuck you, we are a cult. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, we hated when people it. would I say that, it. and now it's like, fuck that. Okay, well, yeah, we are a cult. I want the cult back. Give yeah. me the cult yes, back. Yes. I want it gritty. I want it dirty. I want it simple. I want it. I want the Apollo Creed, you know, Jim, Rocky's over here working out and like the flashy everything and Apollo Creed's over here with just the down and dirty and, you know, Mr. T like, just let's, let's just fucking do work, man. Like it, I don't, it doesn't need to be pretty. It doesn't need to be the nicest, pretty, like, let's just fucking go to work. And I love it. It's just, that's where I exist. I think that's my, the history of you know, me as an athlete and stuff like that. Like I, I resonate to that. I like that. Just let's just do it. Let's just go. Not like let me go over here and shine this up really fast and make it all shiny and sparkly. And I don't think inclusiveness should ever be the word um, that you use to try to make something better. Um, no, no. It, it, 
for, no. And, and I here's so someone said on my so I, I made a po I said something on my um on my podcast the other day where I was just like hey if you I was talking to women and and I was over the top of course and I basically said hey if you if you don't have kids you're missing out and and I was and I was pretty extreme about it. And then it was posted on Instagram, and someone wrote, "Hey, dude, you're a fucking idiot. Learn to read your audience." And it's like, holy shit! Like, that's that. I'm never doing that. That that's not that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm focused on trying to tell the truth and shed light on things and be funny. Those are the three things. If the audience doesn't come while I'm doing those three things, then I'm I'm gonna suck. I'm never I'm never gonna have an audience. I'm never gonna have an audience. But those are the, the truth. Shed light on things and be funny read your audience and so that's what i like about the cult thing and the og thing we're, we're not trying to read the audience we're actually no. trying to repel people away who are sensitive to these things and just bring in the people who like it's like yeah. greg said we, we're never going to get everyone on the lifeboats and that's not the goal no no that's not the goal i, I think it i think what makes everyone's people, welcome anyone's welcome but the goal isn't to get everyone and people will follow a beacon like yeah. they see it as a beacon. The beacon doesn't change to suit all the people so that like, because then it's not a beacon anymore. It just becomes the the mass of everyone else talking amongst themselves. And I don't, I don't think that that's right. And I, I, it, man, it's really funny with how everyone, you know, even when there was the, you know, with the big change with Rosa and all the things that were happening and, and it, the way that it felt like everyone was afraid to be, uh, confrontational, which I mean, the world is like that anyway. You can't have a discussion with anyone and they flip out and whatever. But like that was what CrossFit was. The 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 old the old dot com. Every day they would have a workout, and on the rest day, whenever the rest day would pop up, there would be an article that was posted, and it was like, "What do you think about this?" And then people would like comment on that what they thought of it. And it would be That's political. Right. It would be nutritional. Right. It would be military. It would be right. and it, like whatever the scenario. But it was always like a drop a little nugget out there and it's like okay talk about it i mean nothing ever came out of them and it, it wasn't like a. and this is what we've discovered through the comments that we've had it was a hey look at this and climate it, it, change the patriot every, act anything yeah anything everything. nothing was off limits yeah that no. was awesome and i think what um what is great about that is and I mean, especially like with the stuff that kind of Greg is getting into now, it, it like the it's really it's really interesting when you can do it with yourself, kind of see where you are, where you started and then where, you know, how you got to wherever it is that you that you may be in, in that person's life. And it never really looks like there. It can look like you're bouncing back and forth until you turn around and look back and you see like there's a direct line between all the things that got connected. Um, I do this with like my career and where I am and stuff like that now. And I feel like I'm all over the place. But when I look back, I'm like, there is a distinct line from where I am to where I started. And with Greg, he was doing that same thing way back then. So here he is looking at all of these things that are out there and it's like, oh, let's discuss. Let's talk about this, that. Let's look at this side. Let's look at that side. You know, he's pissing people off over here because he's doing these workouts, but yet it's working. He's pissing the people off in the gym because he's uh, you know, throwing the intensity on top of whatever and making people work hard when breathing hard and climbing up and down ropes and doing weird things with dumbbells. It's like, that's not a dumbbell curl. Why are you doing overhead weight or walks or, you know, something lunges, whatever. So the kipping pull there, up. Yeah. Yeah. Kipping. How dare you? I mean, and I was one of those guys. I mean, right. Right. Who wasn't? I shit. I was at a party with Greg when I, I didn't even know who he was at the time. 
and everyone's drunk. And was this in Santa Barbara or slow or what yeah, was this? This is in, this is in Santa Cruz. This was it. Okay. Um, so my, and this is the whole, like the Nick Massman thing. This was up at Nick's house, um, way back when. And so Nick up in Santa Cruz, um, I was friends with him at Cal Poly. His wife was my wife at the time. They were best friends. I played water polo at Cal Poly and they, it was their baby shower for their oldest daughter. And we're all there. My daughter's like six months old. Um, and Greg and a group came in. I don't remember if Nicole Carroll was there. I don't remember who all the characters were. I didn't really know because I didn't know who Greg was. And what year was this? Oh man, 2001, I guess. Damn. Before maybe yeah. before the website was up. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're all out there. It's nighttime. Everyone's been, you know, drinking and, and, and having a good time. It's not like people are wasted, but like everyone's talking, everyone's doing the thing. And out of the blue, Greg's like, let's do a pull-up contest. And I'm like, oh, you guys are fucked. I'm a wrestler, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's all I do is pull-ups. And Nick had a home gym. I mean, cause that's like kind of when the home gym thing was kind of starting. Um, so he had his little outside setup. And we start doing pull-ups and I'm like, what are you doing? Bounce this other guy, whoever the guy was, I don't remember who he was, um, but his legs are kicking all over the place. And I'm like, what the hell kind of pull-ups are those? You look like a damn frog over there. Like, what are you Hey, doing? you think it was Amundsen? No, nah, I would have, I would have recognized him. Oh, okay. Brendan? No, I would I would just remember he's like, he was like an Asian dude, but I don't okay. remember who he was. Like all okay. those guys. I think I would have remembered those right, guys. Right, I think I would have right. remembered those guys. Um, especially like with Greg. Like I, I, Greg was one of the guys that I would follow in the comments, in the videos. I'm like, okay, who's this guy? Right. All right, I got to beat this guy in every in every whatever the workout is. Um, but that was, I mean, what ended up happening? Who won the pull up contest? Uh, honestly, I wanted. I think it just kind of fizzled because I'm like, you're not doing right pull-ups. Right. Those are, those are wrong. Right. And I wasn't at that place where I can understand. I don't even think like Greg didn't go through and pull out a whiteboard and explain the, no, I would call bullshit off. I saw kipping pull-ups too. I'm like, what the hell are those? Yeah. 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 Um, but then here I am now and I would get into the discussion. We have a, um, uh, an ROTC kid here from Cal Poly who comes in and, he was a convert, you know, one of our, one of our trainers, um, she was going to school at Cal Poly and brought him in and stuff. And that was the thing. It was, I'm never going to do those stupid pull-ups you guys do. I'm never going to do them. And it's like, okay, let me, let's talk about the why. What's the reason for doing these pull-ups? And it's like, I, I get that your test, you have to do strict and that's what they're going to test you on. So you got to train that. Okay, cool. Right. But I don't give a shit about your test. I'm looking for work capacity. Right. How can I do more work faster? Because if I can do that, then I am doing better, period. And man, I have used that lingo. And th that's, what, that's what I'm talking about, like all the stuff that Greg used to say. When you have those, man, those are like ultimate weapons. I have stopped engineers when I've done stuff like the fire department. They're like, yeah, but you're cheating because you have momentum. And I'm like, force e or uh, uh, uh Look at the equation of what we're trying to do of who can do more work here. Force times distance. I don't give a shit about like if it's circular or whatever. How many times is that body moving up and down? Yes, I know. But you're totally cheating because of that. I'm like, equation it, man. Like pull out your formulas. And they're like, and it would piss them off. 
And that's what Greg was so great about. He made it simple. And so you then are, if you use those things, you are now armed with like the sharpest of tools, you know? And it's like, come at me. Every, every CrossFitter or CrossFit gym owner, even, even more affiliate owner that doesn't like to get in that discussion, like you're missing it. You should be like the second you have that option. Like Greg, probably if he wasn't, he was probably like, here's my chance, man. I'm going to school you on pull-ups and why I yeah, wish you would have. Yeah. I, re- I really, at the time, I wish you would have, um, now no, you know, looking back, but, um, man, those, that stuff is like, yeah. Hey, you're moving around. You're cheating because you're, you're using your legs and you're using your bill. What year did you become the captain of that, of the, of that house? Whatever whatever you guys call that group, um, I I became a captain in two thousand, two thousand, I think. Holy shit! Yeah, God, that's forever ago. Yeah, and and were you always at that that I visited that station a handful of times, and it wasn't it was a house in a neighborhood that was converted into a fire station. Yeah, so we had in in Pismo, in Pismo Beach, um, small town. Uh, they how many had, people? How many people? Um, what is it? I want to say it's like twelve thousand, but it's like in the middle of like here's this little town and then this little town and they're all kind of shoved together. So if you look at the area, there's a lot of people, but like the town itself, the actual jurisdiction, um, is, is relatively a little beach town. Bill is not guys. He don't listen to him. Ah, there are not go. a lot of people there. Bill's still in a small town. There, when he says that the towns are smushed together, these are the Pismo was the biggest town and it had twelve thousand people. I mean, it's yeah, like it's small. The, this town is stuck between the Pacific Ocean and a cliff, and I'm not even fucking <laughs> joking. But it's so great, man. We're like, oh, it's so we're, great. We're it's like a fucking dream. We're I like, I'm not hating. I ain't uh, hating. L.A. like Southern California. 1970, oh, 1974. God, it's so fucking amazing. If you can make ends meet uh, living down there, oh, that's the, that's the hard part. That I mean, it's not cheap. It's not cheap at all. But um, the house in the, that, in being the, the house. So like they would. Most of the departments were volunteers. So they they had a giant garage, and they would have their little offices where they would do their you know weekly meetings or monthly meetings or whatever they would do, and then they had to come back and as fire departments and cities and towns needed to have more of a full-time residency of their, of their fire department. They started re you know, converting these houses. So the Pismo station, um, they, we, we lived in the garage when we started there and then we rented the house across the street for a time. And then they brought in like a a double wide that they put back in the back of this parking lot. And they always said they were going to build this big, Station, which they never did. The Shell Beach one that I remember you came to um, a couple times. That one, they did a full renovation, um, turned it into an actual living quarter. So it wasn't like a you're living back in the locker room kind of thing. They actually made, but it still uh, looked like a house. Like when you drove by it, yeah, it looked like a house. Yeah, and like that was and that was what they wanted to do because it was in yeah. a residential area. They they you know they had the the siding that looked the same and they kind of colored it that looked the same and um, yeah. It was fun though. Is it is, is is living next to a firehouse a good thing? Like if you're in a neighborhood, like is that where you want to live? Like the sirens go off. Like when you guys pulled out at four in the morning, you didn't just fucking blare the sirens, right? <laughs> no, we no, we tried not to do that. Yeah. But we would usually have the lights on just out of habit, right? And I'm sure that that's 
Right. Goes into I mean, people's I, I, bedrooms and shit. And- yeah. I, my, uh, my condo that I had, um, when I was at the fire department, when I was in the fire department was over by one of the ambulance stations and they wouldn't throw the, the sirens on, but you'd see the lights and it was like, it would light up your room, you know, red and white and flashing all over the place. So it, I mean, it's, it's not that big of a deal, but like it's, it's there, you know, but if you know, if you need any help, you know, you got help right there. The dudes are there. Yeah. You that that fire station was um when when I say to you guys that this town is smashed between of uh, the ocean and a cliff, also smashed in there is this highway called the 101, and it's a major corridor and um for all sorts of shit. Uh, it's it's exact. It's where the ranch is on that corridor too, just yeah. up the road. You know, a hundred miles or whatever from Bill's place is Dave's ranch where the games are. And it's, it's this really fucking narrow corridor that kind of runs along the ocean, just off the water a little bit. Um, it, you must've seen some hellacious shit in terms of accidents on that, um, like life changing shit so, working yeah. there. Right? No, it, um, being in a small town, you think that you would not see anything, but because, we had the ocean right there. We have um, the Diablo power plant. We have the freeway that goes right through. We have train tracks that go right through. We have cliffs that we deal with. The amount of, of incidents, the different types of incidents that, that I've been involved in, that I've been around with. Um, I mean, I've seen more things than big city fire department. Big city will get the, like, if you're in a certain jurisdiction, Either you got your people or you got your um, your high rise that you're dealing with on a regular basis. And that's all you do is that one thing. But, man, I'm I'm all over the place. Water rescues, cliff rescues, traffic accidents, uh, big rigs turnover. Um, Was the freeway the worst? Was the freeway the worst? Like if you could get rid of one thing, would it have been that? No, I mean, I think I think I think probably the worst stuff in, in most most firefighters would say this is the like the medical aid stuff. I mean, you, you pick a lot of people up that fall down and it's really, I mean, there could be some, what do you mean? Like, like the stuff I always joke about on my show, like someone fell behind their toilet and they weigh 400 pounds. Yeah. And they're naked and they, and they, you know, like they've been stuck there for a while and they gotta go, they gotta go to the bathroom and all, I mean, all of those, like they, and that's what's, I mean, on one on one ha- on one side, you know, firefighters are. I think generally, firefighters are pretty compassionate people. So it's like, I want to help you. So here's a person that is falling in the shower, falling on the toilet. I mean, they're in the most precarious, embarrassing moments that they could possibly be in, and they call us, or we get called on, and we got to go help them out. And like the last thing you want to do is go in and be like, motherfucker, there's shit all over the place. Hey, clean and, yourself up. We'll be back in an hour. You know, and I mean, and, and you know, stuff smells and it's like, but that's not what that's not what we're there for. We're there because that person doesn't want to be in that place anymore. And now, especially now, you know, my, with my, my, my mom is older and, and I think if anything was to happen, like when I, like when I, when I would roll up, I'd be like, okay, if this was my parent, how would I want these guys to act? And oh, that's what I cool always dude. try. To, I try to do that because oh, I think that's cool what dude. I want, man. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It is, they are, they are, yes. I mean, and I mean, literally shitty situations. It smells bad. There's shit all over the place. And I want to try doing that every smile. day. 
What? Find one situation every day where I say, oh, like where I'm not sure how I'm like I'm feeling like I'm losing my cool. Yeah. Or for even if in a good be like, hey, I should behave like my mom's here. Like that's my mom. Uh, did that? It saved me in a lot of situations. Yeah, it's great. But with that, I mean, here we are talking about the shitty situation. But like I've seen, I mean, some of the ugliest, gruesome. I mean, here it's a little small town. It would have had eight thousand people or whatever you had on that. You thing. ever show and, up somewhere and one of your friends is dead? Uh, I know people that have died. Yeah. And you show yeah. up to the incident, and you're like, "Oh fuck, I saw that guy at the bar yesterday, and here he is dead." Yeah. Yeah. I'm, or I'm surf. Or I'd be surfing with one guy. We'd roll up, and I know it's that guy's house. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I hope that so-and-so is okay. It ends up being his kid that we have to do, like, CPR on or something like that. Yeah, it's, it, gets, it gets crazy. There was this guy, a mutual friend of ours, who started his career as a firefighter um, at, at, at that house. Yeah. And he told me one time um, – and, and I could be screwing up the story. I think the spirit of the story is right. But basically, you guys rolled up on a highway accident, a car had driven off the road. And you show up there and there's three like Japanese cats in there, like the mom, the dad, and like one of the kids. And they look perfectly healthy. Like nothing's wrong. They're just like with their eyes closed or whatever, but they're fucking dead because yeah. from the impact, their fucking organs got scrambled Yeah, and they were there just visiting like their daughter at Cal Poly. Yeah. And I just remember him hey, that fucking them up. Like, I Hey dude, they look perfect, dude. They were fucking dead. They just from the impact, their shit got. They just all fucking died instantly. The I was like, fuck. I don't know how you're doing that. Job. It is the the people. I don't think that, and I I say civilian meaning just people that aren't in that in that realm. Whether it's like yeah, like people like you know, me, like like military. Hiller. Let's yeah. use Andrew Hiller. Andrew Hiller, perfect. Yeah. He doesn't know anything. Um, the things that you see in that job. It doesn't matter what you have done before or how you prepared yourself to see it. Like you, you see things that most that the regular person will not see, won't see. And if you do see it, a lot of times it's going to be like some of the gruesome stuff. Think of like the ugliest horror movie stuff you could possibly think of. And that's like, yeah, you will see that. Not you might see that. You will see that. I mean, I have like seen... a, like a like a like someone's body is intact, but their head is spun pointing the wrong way and they're laying in the street. I saw that one time when a car had hit five people. I've seen a face and, and that off of a head. Up. I've seen a you face, a uh -huh. face, uh -huh. the face uh -huh. next to the head. Oh, God. Oh, God. Like it. Oh, God. I I, yeah. I, I feel you. I see it. Yeah. I, I've seen oh a, in, you know, not, I'm not trying to like all glorify the, the gnarly stuff, but like no. one of one of the first. Hey, how does your brain process that? Because when I saw the Dude. head spun around on people, my brain was like, I've, I felt like I did acid. I was like, what yeah. the fuck am I looking at? I couldn't. Not that I was gross. Later on, I was really tripping. But at the time, I wasn't even grossed out. I was like, I couldn't process it. I'm like, this right. can't be. And I, I think that that is I think that is the safety mechanism. I, I think at the time, OK, you, you know, you know, when you have all your stuff on and you're rolling up on the engine, you know, yeah. you're going to see something nasty like you're, yeah. you're kind of almost ready for it. So you're you're there's a an element of being prepared for it. Um, and then whatever happens is happening is happening. It's always that after fact. So when they talk PTSD on stuff, I mean, it's like, yeah. how do you try to put that together? And that's why. Firefighters, cops, military, like their humor is so skewed to the rest of the world because you laugh at the things that people are like, what the hell are you doing laughing at that? And it's like, you have to laugh at it.
you have to somehow lighten it because that shit's fucking heavy. It's heavy. Yeah. I have seen bodies that uh, the very the the first like big call that I was on that I'm like, oh dang, okay, I'm gonna see some weird shit. Was there was a lady? What year are we talking now? This uh, 90s? This was ninety seven. Okay, ninety seven. I think yeah, ninety six, ninety seven. Um, I am a lifeguard. And I'm starting in the fire service and because the lifeguard department was running underneath the fire department. Same place, and, Pismo. You're, you're yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was a, I was a beach guard there for a for a handful of years before I got into the fire service and that kind of like got me into it. Um, I decided I was a high school teacher at the time also. So I would lifeguard during the summer, but I would, I was a high school teacher in Arizona um, teaching science out there. So I'd gone kind of go back and forth and i decided i didn't want to teach anymore i'm just going to do the, the the fire thing so i'm jumping into the fire academy and i'm like a reserve firefighter or a pcf firefighter which is a paid call firefighter so you have your little pager at your house and something goes off you know tones go off and you run down to the fire station and you join dang that's an old picture right there wow, wow which one picture. are you I'm, i got the hat right in the middle damn look at you look at that bronze goddess <laughs> yeah, God, not goddess. Uh, That's me on the right over there with the big old titties <laughs> and the hat on. Oh man. Um. But anyway, so the tones go off and it says body recovery down at the Cliffs Hotel, and it was down at the Cliffs, down by the water. And I'm like, oh, all right. So we roll up. And we're like, okay, cool. And so me and uh, a handful of other guys that were new. We all get up there. You know, we, we roll up to the scene. The captain comes up and he's like, hey, okay, our job is we're going to go down. It's a body recovery. So the person's already dead. I'm like, okay. And the, and the captain was like, hey, uh, this is a very ugly call. So if you're not ready for this, you know, you don't have to go down. And me and a couple of guys are like, well, shit, if we're going to do this stuff, we should probably go and check it out. Anyway, we go down there and the story was this mom it was like in february her kids it was one of the warm days that we get in february sometimes the kids are out in the water they're getting they can't get back in with the waves or whatever she runs out into the water to go get them pushes them in on a wave the kids make it in the lady doesn't make it back in oh fuck i hate these stories why are there so many like this i don't know man it's always someone's uncle gets fucked up i know so you know we we spend the day trying to do um you know body searches and everything in the water we're paddling in the water we're doing body searches don't see anyone um can't find her they cancel the call it's at nighttime whatever then uh the next day we're out on boats looking around don't find anything the next day the tones go off for body recovery so we go down there that's where this lady is so this is the lady that we're looking for we go down there and i'm looking at the lady when we, when we get down to the water and we're supposed to help the coroner get the body and put it, put her in the in the the stretcher in the in the uh, body bag and stuff. And I'm looking at the lady, and her face is completely perfect. She has a little scratch on her head. Her face is completely perfect. Her hands are completely perfect. She still has her watch on her wrist. Her feet look perfect. But everything between the middle of her forearm, her neck, and her ankles is as a complete skeleton. Like no organs, no skin no tissue, nothing. It was like, it looked like a wax figure that you would see in a haunted house. Wow. The weirdest thing I had ever seen. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, 
like you don't know even how to like i've never seen that before so i'm like right. i don't even i don't even know how to process i have no idea what you want the heck i'm looking at and we're supposed to get the pull the body out and put her in the bag and then we we carry her up yeah um no idea how that would ever happen i mean of course you know me and the, the guys are trying to figure out what it was um she was in a this is what we figured out she was in a sundress um, when she was at the beach she had sunscreen on her face she had it on her on her wrists and on her arms and had it on her feet because she was sitting in the sun everything else was covered so whatever the sea creatures were that were Oh shit! So yeah, when, if wow. you don't want your body to get all eaten up, I guess you got to put sunscreen on. But like those are the things that we start laughing. It's like, oh, I guess all right. So if you want your body, you got to put sunscreen on to, so things don't eat you. You know, it's like that's where you start. That's where you start going with the with like just your head. You're trying to put it into perspective. Like, okay, the, obviously there's nothing you can do. Yes, it's totally sad. These kids, you know, now they don't have their mom anymore. Um. <laughs> This lady tried to go in and save her kid. She, I mean, all all of these things, which are extremely sad, extremely like hardcore. And then here we are, we're like, well, shit. I guess next time you go to the beach, you better put sunscreen on, otherwise you're gonna lose your skin. Ha ha ha. Damn, it's yeah, a, it's yeah, a trip, yeah. man. It's yeah. a trip. And I was like, okay, this shit's real. Like you're gonna Do you miss some- it. I miss the I miss the calls and I miss my crew. I don't miss the politics of it. Like I I like being out. Um, but I, it was really fun, especially having, as like, the captain. Crew. The politics are fucked, huh? Yeah, because you you stand right in the middle. You stand right in the middle of uh, the uh, overlords and the and the common man. Yeah, and you're trying to like make the common man happy, but if you but you got the overlords. Yeah, it's it, it's a uh, it was. I didn't like that, but I would get into actually where I was. I would get into a lot of arguments with uh, with my chiefs and stuff based on physical fitness stuff. I do that all the time, all the time. Hated Did you it. ever? Um, what, I remember when when our mutual friend went and first started working up there, and he started training with you. He would say he would tell me the shit he would do, and I couldn't even fucking believe it. I had to. I thought he was lying, and it was shit like running fucking cliff stairs yeah. with all the fucking gear on and pulling hoses up the stairs. Yeah, just madness shit. Did you? Did you ever? Um, think you were gonna break someone? My friend was addicted to it though. Like he wanted to go. <laughs> he wanted to get crushed. Yeah, um, I I didn't do it to break anyone. Uh, my my whole mentality, no. He said you did all the shit too, and you would set all the fucking records, and no one could fucking beat you. I my mentality was, and he wanted to beat you. My friend wanted to beat you bad. Oh, I know he did. The only time <laughs> the only time he would is if there was like if there was a swim event, like because he was such a damn good swimmer. It's like all right, you got me on that one, dude. You got me. Um, the the mentality that I always had was. In this, it was an athletic mentality, but it was also a small town mentality wanting to be, you know, like I want to be a, whenever I compete with whatever, I want to go shoulder to shoulder with whoever is the best and then, and then get after it. I, that's as an athlete, that's what you do. And so when I was training, um, like the firefighters, it was, if you are not training for the absolute gnarliest day you can think of, then you are you are wasting your time out here. Like there's a lot of firefighters that they're like, oh, I need a recumbent bike because it's low impact. And I need to make sure that, you know, I can watch the football game while I'm doing, it's like, shut the fuck up. When did right. firefighting become a low impact of sport? Right. It doesn't. So you need to be able to be ready 100% of the time to like the world's crumbling 
And I am relying on you. Your family is relying on you. And you need to be ready to go. If you aren't preparing for that, then then you're wasting everyone's time. And so we would do, like our trainings would be with that sort of mentality. And, and the, the, the stare thing was, one, it's so damn pretty where we would do it. It's this beautiful cliff. You got the ocean right there and these rocks and the waves and the sun. And I'm like, all right, guys, put all of our stuff on. We're carrying hose on our shoulder and they're on. Uh, I have them wearing their mask. And so we're up and down, up and down, up and down. And I would stop them up at the top and I would make them do multiplication tables. And I'd like, tell me how to put together a, a, a Z, a three to one mechanical advantage rope and, you know, rope system. And, you know, the eyes are all spinning around as they're trying to like put this stuff together. But that's what I need you to do. I need you to be super tired and have all your mental faculties there so that we can be safe and kick ass on whatever it is that we're trying to do. And so those are the kind of things that we would do all the time. I would, dude, I had so much fun trying to put together whatever drills I could do. I mean, I, we would do these. Were ones. you ever reported? Did anyone ever tell on you? Uh, Captain Bill is pushing us too. No, hard. I always had. No, I, I was lucky enough to when I was younger, I had um, other captains that kind of agreed with that idea of like, let's get after it. And then as I got older, my partner captain um, at the show beat station, he was a honestly, I was great at operations and I was great at training and I was great at like getting shit done. But I was not great when it came to like paperwork and all the admin stuff. And so he was really good at that. So he did that. The guys, the the firefighters that we had, um, they would rotate in based on where we were. So if the firefighters that were on my shift, they knew they were going to have a blast. We were going to drink coffee, work out and train all fucking day long. If they were on the other guy's uh, shift, they would be um, going shopping, um, scrubbing the grout on the, on the tile. They'd be, uh, making sure that everything was organized and it has the proper labels on the boxes of whatever they'd be doing all that shit. And then the ones in the middle would be like, I have one shitty day and then I have two really fun days or I have two shitty days and one really fun day. So we kind of go back and forth. So no what one reported me, but they, they thought I was call. crazy. What's that? What if you get a call and you're doing that shit? Um, it happened and I didn't care. Yeah. I didn't care. And the, and that was that was a uh, I would get into that discussion and this and this is pro- I mean this all of this stuff led to what I do now. Yeah, but what if this happens? And it's like, okay, what if? Does that mean that we do nothing because something might happen? Well shit. I mean, you might get hurt when you're trained, you might get hurt whatever. So while you come here to work, just wrap yourself up in bubble wrap, sit on your lazy boy, and don't do anything cuz you might trip you might get a call. You might have like, who gives a shit? There were times that we would get calls. We did this one. So nobody likes Fran. Everybody knows what Fran is. We would do Fran with our turnouts on. We have done triple Fran where you do Fran, you rest for five minutes, you do Fran again, you rest five minutes, you do Fran again on. I mean, you're trying to, and the thing was how long can you make your air, your air bottle last? So we'd have a 30 minute bottle and it's like, can you do three friends on that 30 minute air bottle? Wow. So you're wow. doing it the whole time. And there'd be times when we would get calls and it would be, yeah, it would be tough. But if you like you're in between Fran number two and three. Yeah. And you're like, motherfucker, here we go. Um, and it would, and you know, not to say that it wasn't, it wasn't hard and yeah. Okay. Maybe if you needed to have the biggest day of your life that day, then that's not the greatest way to go into it. But 
the chances of that are low one. And if we did get a call, we would do this on a regular basis. So our recovery would be really fast. Would you put your guys up against any other firehouse in the Hell country? Yes. Hell yes. Yeah. Hell yes. Without a doubt. And I'm not going to, I'm even the guys that I had that weren't like necessarily super athletic. Yeah. But they the thing was, it, we would, we'd get after it, man. And, and they may, you know, they may lift weights funny or uh, whatever, but you know, you get them on a call. If there's a hill, they're going to mash that hill. If they, if we have a big 400 pound person that we need to like get up and down stairs, no big deal. If I go down and because of something happens to me, I know that they're going to be able to pick me up with all my stuff on and get me back, get me back out of the building or whatever. Oh, we would, like we would that. do that stuff. I like that. You know, being an affiliate owner is the same thing as being a firefighter in terms of like, you just swam upstream, right? I mean, you're basically doing the same thing now. You're saving people's lives, but you're not waiting till like they get into a car accident or they fall behind their toilet. One of, uh, you're just I have in a, a different I, place in the yeah. I have a linear progression of how how things could get better or worse. I have a buddy that I hired um, at Pismo. He now is a captain up at uh, Sacramento, Sacramento, Oakland, Sacramento, I think. And and our other mutual friends a captain too. I get you, you yeah. meet a lot of captains. Wow, yeah, crazy. yeah. It yeah. that I I don't really think about the age thing, but then when I look back and I see all these people that are like captains and and chiefs and everything that I hired, I'm like, God dang. Yeah, I really am old. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Um, but he's he's getting ready. He loved the job. Um, but he's like, I'm ready to get I'm ready to get the fuck out of here. He's like, I I wish I could retire like you did and just be out because what he's like, I pick people up, you stop people from needing to get picked up. Yeah. And he's totally right. And that was, I mean, that was the stuff that Greg talked about before. He's like, you have the 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 lifeguard um that stops people before they get in the water when they don't know how to do it. or you have the swim instructor um who teaches them so you don't need the lifeguard right and we are the swim instructor right. and i really like that and it's the same thing like i i would watch my firefighters realize as you know i crush them on the on these workouts and then we get to a call where we have to pick someone someone up and they're like dang we lifted that person up so easy i'm like yeah or wow, we were we were packed up and we hiked those hills and we smashed every other crew that was out there. That was awesome. I'm like, yeah. Then it's the same thing here in the gym where you watch people that have, you know, and this is not not trying not trying to be stereotypic, but when you have like housewives that were not athletic athletic girls yes. when they were younger, yes, and then all of a sudden it's like, no, I don't need the little tiny pink one pound kettlebell. It's like I'm deadlifting 180 pounds. Like you just picked up your kid. You picked up your husband. You did something that like most people wouldn't be able to do. And that, that to me is just as cool. It's like, that's the same feeling. I love, I, I love watching people do that. It's awesome. There, it's funny. Um, uh, You probably see this in your gym all the time, but people who like even callers. Yeah. The first month, like they're like, they treat them like they're, and then next thing you know, they've been there a year and they're just like, you slap those suckers on. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, oh, you're comfortable with collars yeah. now. You've come a long way. Or you get that, you get that, um, the really nice, the the super sweet, older, you know, the mom, wife, the kids are out of the house because they're too open. You know, it's like the kind of like the den mom. And all of a sudden they grab the bar and you hear more of them like, oh, they yeah. grunt or they yell yeah, or something yeah. like that. And you're like, 
fuck yeah, that was cool. <laughs> um, you know what's funny is when I hear my son uh, play tennis, I hear him make sounds that I don't hear him play. I, I can't even believe that it's coming from him. Really? Yeah. It's 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 like watching a professional. Like he grunts and in like. Do you think he does not- that because he he does because he watches it and he hears? No, no, no. It's natural. It just really? it, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's it's just it just uh it's like those things sounds that I and it's funny you say it because that's exactly what I thought. I go oh shit, that's just the byproduct yeah of working this hard. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean I I. I, I, the first I, 30 minutes you're playing, you don't make those sounds, you know, and then at least for him. And then, you know, two and a half hours in and every serve he's grunting. Uh, dude, I'm, 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 a, I'm a noisy worker out person. Yeah. And that's I not, like it, noise. I like the noise. Not, and that's not because I'm an old, that's not, I mean, a lot of people are like, I'm old, but that's why I'm like grunt and groan when I'm knees are creaking or whatever. It's, I make, no. that's just what I do. I have to, poop, ha, he, yes. Ah, yeah. Boom. It's down. Uh. <laughs> that was one rep. Okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, w- when I play tennis with him, I talk shit like crazy shit. And one time his tennis, and I remember the first time his tennis instructor came over and he's like, Hey dude, he's six. Does that make you feel better? And I couldn't tell <laughs> if he was joking or not. And I just looked at him and said, yeah, <laughs> it totally does. And, and my wife's like, Hey, you know, you can't do that. in like real tennis, you're not allowed to talk to the opponent. I'm like, well, if this is real tennis and I'm talking to, I talked to him the whole time. Or like I, I, I point that way and then hit it that way. You know what I mean? Like when he hits it to me, I'll be like, yeah. And then hit it the other way. I think that's, I think there's nothing wrong with that one. No, that shit's all great. I mean, I don't I, know about the talking shit part, but it's like, I, Oh, you got to talk. <laughs> shit um, oh man. I, I want to uh, read this to you and then ask you, um, uh, what your, what makes your day. In, in in specifically in regards to doing your podcast, um, get with the programming. Okay. I got this. I woke up this morning and I, and I got this and it, like, I can't tell you like, this makes me so fucking happy. I listen to your podcast every day during my workouts. I've been homeschooling for 16 years. I have a farm regenerative practices that include 500 fruit trees. I used to be a liberal before COVID. I love your sense of humor. It was my 18-year-old who got me to listen to you and Matt and Josh. She said, Mom, this guy is on the same page as you. I'm thankful. I just wanted to tell you. I said, wow. I said, can I read this on the podcast? Uh, and she said, of course. It's people like you that kept me sane these last couple of years. Yeah. And I read that and like all – like I'm, I'm going to just like – Did you get all warm inside? Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Like I want to go visit that person. <laughs> you know what i mean like it's it's like that's um what that wasn't the, what, my intention but no. like now that's like like she just wrote my now that's my intention one of like the, that's my goal to get one of those every fucking day and i'm fucking good my dad my dad was a great coach he cared about his wrestlers he was a wrestling coach and, and for years and years and years and uh he was one of those guys that just worked he worked for his athletes, wanted to make them the best, did everything. I mean, he put it all out there for those guys. We, I mean, there was, you know, my mom and dad, there were three brothers. And then we had basically all of these almost adopt, adopted other guys because my dad just cared about all those wrestlers forever and ever. Which brother he, were you? I was the oldest. Okay. Oh, so um, that, and that's, that's like obvious. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, he never did it. 
he never did anything for he didn't do it for any sort of self gratification. Yes, he always wanted to win. He was very competitive, and he saw his teams as like the the mechanism to win. But it was always what he could do for his teams and how to work them and how to make them better and and all that kind of stuff. He never thought about it until he retired, and then everybody came back. And there are guys that are twenty years past when he was being when they were being coached by my dad, where he was. They would still say, "I still hear your voices in the things that would you the way you would push me." is how I push my kids and mm. the things that would keep driving me when I was, uh, when I was in high school, I still hear it to these days. I think the people uh, that, that, that element that he had, that characteristic that my dad had, that to me is what makes a good coach. You don't, you are not a good coach or a good leader or a good podcaster or a good presenter or a good teacher to be like, yeah, that's right. Look how cool I am. All these people are following me. Look at me. Like there the are second, people like that. There are people. Yes, there dude, are. I They're see people so put bad. on 4,000 Instagram followers and they turn into that. Yeah. It's like the, the second it's about you, then you remove yourself. You now come off of the, pay, the, the, the platform of a, I'm a leader. I'm a coach. I'm a teacher. I'm a whatever. Because and it, you're not having fun anymore. God, that's the worst place to be. Well, they think they are because they're looking at stats. But the second you start looking at stats, you're not doing your job anymore. Like the 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 job is do what is the best for the people. Like that's what, that's the whole thing about like playing to your audience. No, fuck that. Yeah. The audience is not there for you to play to them. The audience is, okay, what does this guy have to say? Wow, that really resonates with me. That helps me to move further. That makes me better. I'm going to follow that guy. Not because you dumbed it down you watered it down you tried to do whatever here it is because i see that as a light i see that as information or something that's going to make me be better do better whatever and what i like about that stuff i mean that that's something that i think i carry from my dad is the same thing i don't I don't think about a lot of that stuff so even when we're doing the podcast it isn't like you know what make us really cool is if we put cult on here and put pukey back on there and say i'm an og you want to be an og like me that it has it was nothing it was none of that it was this just feels good let's just go yeah yeah yeah. it's fun it's fun not that not that um i also want to say not that i'm um not open to uh feedback by the way so i don't know what this post says but this guy right here jeffrey birchfield i dm with him a lot okay and um and sometimes he will give me um feedback in my dms like hey dude that was a little harsh what you said about that person or hey dude do you really think that that, that that's true about police officers yeah. and i appreciate that and i think he's unfucked me a handful of times it, it's 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 not that i'm not open to what the audience has to say i'm totally open to it but it's but i'm not going to no what here's what if they here's, don't like me i don't have the energy to try to bend and make them like me i have to just I'm, I'm really hoping you guys like me and i get fucking rich and get a billion followers but if i don't i can't bend to do that i can't yeah well you, you can't it can't be about if you chase money then you're gonna be chasing the wrong things I and mean, i think you've you've you, even greg used to talk about that like old crossfit it was like that it wasn't it's not about the money. The money will happen. If you're doing the right things, it it, it will happen. I mean, the, like, yes, like you and Chase say, the money. fitness will happen. The body yeah. will come if you do the right things. Totally. One of the things I think that you have that works well for you, and it's not that we're trying to like the, the pump up Sevon podcast, you know, let me, you know, uh, is the fact that, yeah, you can be harsh at times. Um, and you're very, 
you will be, I think, uh, absolutist as the great Pat Vellner said, he's an absolutist. Oh, I, yeah. With your, no, I, I'll say you're, you're very committed about the comments that you'll say, but the one thing that you do do all the time is if you, you aren't like, I'm only on this side of the line and that's it. Like if he's, if you are going to talk shit about something or someone, if that something or someone does something that is right, you are always like, you know, but the, I love when they do that. Like this right here, dude, nails it. He's so good at da 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 da. But I just think that he's blah. So whatever. But you always give the good and the bad. So like I, I don't, when people get like, like when their feathers get so ruffled by what you say, and the, the, you've always had this, you've always, even back in the day when you were doing the podcast or the, um, the, the video stuff for, for CrossFit, you would come around and people would have, I'd watch them. They would mentally prep themselves for, oh shit, what am I getting myself into? Instead of, <laughs> instead of like, I always thought That's it was so crazy. I, never I always saw thought it was funny. Oh, I thought, you were great. You were I thought great. it was like it's like oh man, like in, in Chase, Chase would be like this. You would come around if we were if we were if we were doing commentary. He would come around. You'd come around. and He'd be like, "Fuck, I'm out." It's like I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> I'll talk to him because like, you always ask the question that would push people's buttons. And your whole thing, you know, what you would get by pushing buttons, you would get a reaction or a response or or something in a way to kind of kind of you know move the conversation this way or that way and it made people nervous, you know? And I, I thought that that was cool. And it's like, well, I don't know what these people have to be nervous about, you know, but like you would give them props if, if props were there, but if something, I mean, you would do it to me. So here I am, I'm the old guy competing. You'd be like, Bill, so are you too old to really do this? Like you, you can't do this. You're too oh, old. Oh yeah. Just right there on You're the too field. Old. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you just want to work out and I'm coming up to you instead of being like, congratulations. Yeah. Are I you going to be able to do this? Cause you're yeah. fucking old. Are you going to be able to do this? And you know like, the next workouts in 30 minutes, right? right. <laughs> and I, I, I saw it as, I, I just saw it as like fun banter, I guess. Like, I, I don't know if it was tougher skin or whatever. I, I never was like, you fuck that I wonder guy. if it's your wrestling oh, background. I wonder if it's your wrestling background. I think some wrestling, I think, you know, being in the service, like you kind of get used to, you, you kind of, you know, you, you're constantly, you know, rubbing on, rubbing and, and, and jabbing at people. I'm brothers too. I mean, it's, you, you, get, you have to get some tough skin at some point. Uh, I think that we're in the world now where like no one has tough skin. Everyone's walking around with like a damn cellophane you, bag around them. You will never make a great catch without a bad throw. Never, ever, ever. And right. that's kind of how I feel about my um, uh, uh, podcasting or, or interviewing. I have to – I have to. I'll play the heel, and I will throw you an alley-oop. Yeah. And you might fuck it up, but I think the mass, 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 vast majority of people on this podcast leave here looking better. Than when they came on, I think the world like because I throw up these alley oops and they fucking most people figure it out and they fucking smash them. If if someone can get off their high horse on whatever it is, and this is on any right on, on anything, like we're at a place now where we do not know how to communicate. We do not have no. No, I take it back. We don't know how to have a discussion. Which is, let me hear what you're saying. Don't just tell me that I'm a hunk of shit. Right. D just. Tell me why you feel this way. I'll tell you why I feel that way. And then, and then it allows it allows a, an opportunity for me to be like, huh, well, let me think about that for a little bit. You know, without 
without the the defenses going up of no fuck you you're an ass no fuck you you're an ass and it's like that's the discussion no that's not the discussion let's get back to the points of whether right. we're talking science don't ever whether bring we're me into fitness. the conversation let's just talk about this out here the yeah, second like, you say bill you're blind you can't see that means I've, I've lost the conversation yeah we're not talking about that anymore yeah you know and is it an orange or is it an apple well you're a fucking idiot well now we're not talking about that anymore right <laughs> Oh man, I, I that it's 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 a it, we're in such a weird time, man. And I think that's where uh, going back to the OG stuff, whether it was CrossFit, whether it was whatever, like I just was so tired of all of the crap. And here I am, repping CrossFit, and it's now a watered down whatever. And I'm like, ah. And me and Chase would talk back and forth off air. We'd do our thing. We'd come off air, and I'd 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 vent about whatever. Or he would vent about whatever. And I'm like, dude. I just wish it was the old way yeah. where no one like no one cared. You could talk about whatever you want to talk about. And then it was like, okay, cool. That's awesome. You feel that way. You feel that way. Okay. Start the clock. We're going to do 2159 or whatever. And then we'll high five afterwards. And you can think that the moon's made out of cheese. And I'll think that the, you know, we live on a flat earth or you can think that, you know, we, you know, we're going to the moon tomorrow, right, whatever. I don't fucking care. We're going to put some weight on and that's it. Yeah. And then that's cool. Yeah. Um, and I just, that's where it started. And I, I was getting, you know, I was pissed off at some stuff that was going on at HQ and, and, and like the changes in the feel. And it's like, you start feeling like you're on an, on an Island or that's what I was feeling like in the, like in a CrossFit world. And it was that getting weird over there for a minute. Oh, so bad. So it was bad. Getting- it was getting weird over there for a man. Minute. But like, that's what the OG was. It was, he's yeah. like, I'm going to make you a shirt just to make you feel better. And it was, we were just kind of started playing with it. And that's where it started. And it was like, wow, you know what? We actually, we as a community of people that do this stuff, we need this. Let's get back to what's important. Like the, the grassroots stuff, not the, we're leaving money on the table and we need to be inclusive of everybody. Cause it was always inclusive. To, to, I was so pissed when people were saying that it wasn't inclusive. I'm like, to who? Well, you don't because it was too expensive. Well, so what? I want to own a Lamborghini, but well, or, or how about this? Exclusive um, because I don't have the money. I don't have the money. Like, how about this? You walk money, into a gym. It. You walk into a gym and there's six military flags, and they're saying that that that's not inclusive. Hey, I went through that. Did I went you? through that. Yeah, when I first showed up to CrossFit, I didn't fucking like. I, I didn't know any cops or military people. When I showed up on the scene, I hated fucking cops in the military. It's, it's not their problem. It was my problem. Yeah. It was, it was my fucking problem. Yeah. You don't, you don't need, yeah. It, it doesn't mean that it's, it doesn't mean it's exclusive. If I'm offended by that, it doesn't mean that it's exclusive. I never went to a gym where I didn't feel 100% welcome. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Hey, um, we're on this text thread, me, you, a couple other people. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty free. It's one of the freer text threads that I'm on where, where pe- people say what they mean and say. And um, you sent me a text uh, a couple months ago on that thread, um, and you said, hey, are you going to accept Dawn? Was it, yeah, was it I did. You sent that? Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that hit me kind of hard because then I thought, oh, I, like – Fuck, I hope Bill just thinks that, like I hope Bill doesn't think like I'm just a hater. 
I mean, it was a good question. I was glad you asked me that. No, I, it, I, I, needed I to be. don't. I, I, I know that sometimes you can, um, you'll have a particular opinion and then it's like the opinion hops on the train and it just goes and goes and goes and goes and right. goes and goes and Fair. goes and goes. And I was like, okay, so here's this guy that comes in. I mean, he's got a much better resume than, than Eric did as far as like military and, you know, same kind of personality and okay. I see the grittiness. Um, is he Greg? Of course not. I mean, nobody's Greg. Uh, but is he going to, is he going to be able to work? And I and you said that to me too. You got pretty poignant there too. You said, you not only did you say, um, are you going to accept them? You say, Hey, are you ever going to accept anyone besides Greg? Like you were really yeah. like sticking it in my ear and twisting around. Like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Billy. Here we go. This is well, a great thread, by the way. I'm lucky to have friends. I don't want to say who else is on the thread just in case they don't, but I'm lucky to have friends in a, in a safe place like that to like shoot the shit with people i mean uh, to be fully honest like i i don't know much about don at all i i don't i i've i don't i mean honestly no i, I want to hate him or distrust him none no i it's like okay i i will give you the sh i mean you're stepping up cool i like some of the things i hear you know but yeah, it's too. like me i'll too. give it like here we go I'll, I'll let you you get your shot like everybody but in and if he doesn't if I don't like what he does, then I still have CrossFit Inferno. Right. And I will run CrossFit Inferno the way I think that it should be run because it's my little gig. And that that piece is what I think is one of the greatest gifts when when Glassman set up the affiliate program, which wasn't like some I mean, reality. It wasn't some well thought out plan of what we were doing. We licensed the name. But the thing is it was not what is H gonna do for all of us it's a hey you get to use the name and you get to do whatever the hell you want you get to do it you design it how you want it to be you make it as awesome or as lame as you want you can make it as flashy or as gritty as you want you can make it as big and commercial or you can make it as homegrown or whatever as you want and that's when uh, through through Greg, through Eric, now through Don, through a pandemic, through whatever, like Crossing Inferno has been here because I believe in what the methodology is, and I believe in what we've made, and I like it. And like I, I mean, I retired early out of fire for the gym. It got to the point where like they were, I was busy so much on both of them that something had to give. Otherwise they were both going to be, I, I, I respected the, the job as a captain in fire too much to be just a shitty right side, sit, you know, sit on the seat and whatever kind of guy, which there are plenty. And I don't like that guy. Um, or I let other people in other gyms come up and pass me by. And I didn't want that either. So it was there like, are people doing that. I guess oh, that makes dude. sense. Just coasting at the top. They get to a certain level and coast. There are people that coast, in general, I mean, like CrossFit right. Inferno started as a fire as a as a fitness program for firefighters. That's how it started. It was online and it was just for that. Like, because I was so sick of seeing firefighters that thought that because they had a badge on their sh on their chest, that now they would be able to be the Superman to be able to do whatever Superman, Superwoman, whatever Wonder Woman, whatever. And the fact of the matter is, is that they couldn't. I would see these hunks of shit physically not able to do their job, but because they had been there for 10 years, 12 years, they figured they have done it all, seen it all, that they're going to be able to be just fine. And they, 
Hey, I'm going to say something it. pretty crazy here, but I hated think it's, it. I think it's kind of true. Um, if, if you're, if you're a police officer or a firefighter and you're not doing CrossFit, you're probably not doing your job. Nope. But Sevon, I go to the gym. Okay. I'll give you, I, I do back buys and try, I, I do bodybuilding. Okay, fine. But probably, probably, if you're a firefighter or a cop and you're not doing CrossFit, you're probably not doing your job. There, if which you is kind of if you it's aren't, a, it's doing, kind of an asshole, bold thing to say. But no, I, it not. would take a lot to fucking unfuck me out of that. I'm I'm pretty certain it's true. No, it wouldn't take a whole lot of anything. There's a lot of people. Um, when people, what can affiliates do to get them in there? Why Why don't affiliates just make? What what could you do this? Is this just crazy? What if you did for every cop? What if you had let's say let's say you charge your affiliates two hundred dollars. Let's say you charge your members two hundred dollars a month, right? And you tell every, but for cops it's a it's a rolling fee depending on how many cops are in there. There's two cops are in there. Your your shit goes down to one ninety nine a month. There's three cops in there. Everyone's goes down to one ninety eight a month. So it's a win win for the cops. And the affiliates. They don't have to give anything away free. Everyone should have to pay. Fuck that, you know? There's got to be some way to make it that these fuckers all come in there. Uh, There's got to be. Yeah, the what I what I don't... So we, you know, we do a, a percentage discount for um, active duty, cops, fire, that kind of thing. Mostly... I mean, reality, it's it's mostly a thank you for your service. And since I come from that as well, it's like, yeah, thank you for your service. But I don't want to, like, personally, if you are a firefighter, a cop, a military person, and you need a discount to come in to be a better yeah, cop, firefighter, whatever, it's I like, fuck you. you. No, yeah, no, I hear no, you. I don't, I don't. I don't want to incentivize with a discount someone to come in and to be better. It's like you right. should be. I hear you. You, I mean, in cops, like they get paid well, like they get paid really well. So you can handle you can handle that amount of money to come in and, and do whatever. And and if if it's a money thing, whatever. If it, but you think about it, it should be a you're a, you are a paid athlete. That's what you are. You're a paid athlete. I'd like to. I'd rather get rid of the um, transvestite reading hour at the public library and give that money to um, cops to subsidize their uh, CrossFit fees. Just me personally. Sure. You okay with that? I. I mean, yeah, totally. Hold on. Who's this? Hugh. Far from true. What's far from true? The fact that. Uh, Cops and fire don't get paid well. No, yeah, 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 yeah. I knew um, that one okay, was, I knew that one was going to set someone off. <laughs> uh, well, I, uh, hey, I come from. Uh, both my parents were teachers, and so I come from the fire service. I'm not saying that everyone is a millionaire or anything like that, but uh, you know, they they. What firefighter makes twenty eight thousand dollars a year? There Angelo is no, in Cookville. There is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you can buy a house out there, buy a four bedroom house for like one hundred and fifty thousand um, dollars. 
Okay, firefighter, firefighter two. So you're looking at full time firefighters and and that sort of thing. Uh, there are you know the volunteer firefighters, the paid call firefighters, the seasonal firefighters. Yeah, they don't make a whole lot of money. I'm not saying that they make a ton, but what I am saying is this: is if you think that you are in one of those services and you need a discount to be a very strong, very powerful, very uh, uh, well-endurance, well-in-shape athlete that can do anything. Yeah, I know the grundle. I know. Um, that can do anything on the job when the tones go off, when the community picks up the phone and they call 911 and they're like, I need help. They're not calling for someone that sits on a recumbent bike and watches the football game or someone that uh, can lift weight one time. They're calling for Superman and motherfucking Wonder Woman. Yes. And yes. if you aren't that, and if you aren't training to be that, then you're in the wrong job. Yes. And I'm sorry, but not everyone deserves to be or should be a firefighter or a cop or in the military. We've lowered standards to let everybody in because yeah. we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings or because we don't have enough people to get in there um, that can do these things. Or we make standards for you to get in, and then once you're in, we don't have any standards anymore, which doesn't make anything. You know, if, if those people are still getting called, still getting called 18 years later, but they physically can't do the job anymore. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't buy it. Get, and, and this is the nice thing for me now is when I was in the service, I had to be very careful about what I would say because of, you know, my chiefs and the unions and, and all that right, kind of stuff. Right. Now that I'm out, Fuck it. Like they're calling for help. They want someone. They're calling for a superhero. They're not calling for someone that can't bend over and touch their toes because their their stomach's too big or their knees are bad or whatever. Like we we take we have a great fire engine that can do all the stuff it can do. And if one little extra safety measure, there's a there's a thing called a retarder on the uh, 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 on the on the pump. If the, the water doesn't have like a like an emergency overflow in case there's like a a, a, a pump in the uh, in the water flow, how much pressure is coming out, it'll dump out the bottom because it, it now it'll go out towards the end of the hose. If that piece doesn't work, which is a minute part for the most part, then we take that entire engine out of service, even though it does everything else perfect. Yet if there's a person on the engine or wow. on the fire wow. on the on the in the cop car that can't pass whatever standards or whatever doing or can't do the job that they need to do, they're allowed to stay there because of unions. And, and I love the unions for what they've done for the fire and, and, and cops. I'm not saying that they're bad, but when people are allowed to stay in because the union or the, the department is worried about discrimination, like, fuck it. They can't do the job. Get off the engine. Oh, oh uh, Caleb, could you Google retarder and fire engine? <laughs> the retarder. That's what CNN should change their name to. The retarder. Are you an able-bodied thinker? Can you think for yourself? Watch CNN three hours a day. We will Jeez. retard you. We are known as the retarder. The ret <laughs> I I want to have I want here's the thing with Don I want Don to um he's coming on the sh uh retarder in the engine what is the retarders for retarders are used to further improve the braking performance on commercial vehicles like engine brakes they are wear free continuous brakes retarders oh, relief yeah different kind hmm. interesting mm -hmm. okay well thank you that's the right. retarder 
uh, uh, for all you social justice warriors, get on that shit. Okay. Um, Don, I, uh, Don Fall, uh, CEO of CrossFit. He's coming on the show on the 17th. Nice. Uh, yeah. Nice. I'm super excited uh, to just hear his story, where he came from, what it was like growing up, uh, what it's like raising the three daughters he has. You know, one of the cool things is we, we tried to set up a time for 7 a.m. with him and he said, Hey, I got to go to the gym and, and get my three daughters ready for, you know, in the morning, the morning, you know, daughter time. I'm assuming take them to school or whatever. I fucking love that. That's the, just the way he said that. Yeah. Um, and I just want to be chill. I'd like it to be like, uh, so he feels comfortable coming back again. That also being said, I, I feel like it would, um, I'd be betray myself if I didn't ask some of the more poignant questions. Like, is the affiliate program really just a loyal brand loyalty payment? Um, did the owners do the owners who bought CrossFit, um, uh, realize that, the way they're running it is like Harley Davidson when it's really the hell's angels that they're, that they're not, that you're not selling motorcycles. You're actually selling a brand and a, and a lifestyle. It's a cult. Um, there's all of these, you know, uh, who, who, what happened to in, in the NSCA case? Oh, I need to write that down on my note. Like, do I ask him that when he comes on? Is that, I mean, he may, he's so, he's so new. He might not even know about the NSCA case. The I don't, fact that it was settled and that and and we the affiliates never got to know what happened. I don't I don't think that that. Do I ask him that stuff or do I just be chill and like? I yeah I, I, because honestly, I mean whether he knows about the NSAA case or not, and I wouldn't blame him if he didn't. He's only been there fucking six months or three months. Like what the fuck? How much could he possibly know? Like for me, it would be like, okay, you, you stepped into a, a you came into a gigantic ball of shit. Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah. Like what oh, that's made you another good question. What made you want to step into that? Like what made yeah. what made Why? you want to come Can I use that? Yeah, totally. Why did you want to step, step in into a ball of shit? Giant <laughs> ball of shit. I and mean, I, maybe the potential's massive. Well, of course it is. When you step into a ball of shit. Of course it is. Because you kinda yeah. have nowhere to go but up. Yeah, but, I know. I don't want to fuck it up. I, I, I don't, don't, I don't want to fuck it up, but, but, um, if you, if you aren't asking, I won't fuck it up just so you if know, you, I, 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 I don't, I wouldn't even be worried about that. If you aren't asking, if you aren't being you and asking the questions, he's coming on here. Yeah. He's coming onto your show knowing what kind of questions you're going to ask. Right. And I don't think it's wrong to ask those questions. I mean, because again, what you do well is you ask hard questions, but you always give the props on whatever it is that they're doing well. Right. You know, if so if he gives a good answer, you could be like, wow, come on, seriously on this one. Or if he says something, you're like, oh, okay, cool. I get that. Right. Right. Um, I mean, he really is. If I, if I was in his spot as a old school CrossFitter, as a, military you know ex-military guy and having that sort of um personality i'd be like bring it at me dude like let me say what i have to say i might not have all the answers i might not you know i might not might be like oh shit i didn't think about that one but at least he's gonna be like look i'm gonna we're gonna try to get it back to where it's supposed to be and if i mean i think what it's like okay what is it supposed to be then what do you see it as now are Let me just, ask you this. Let me ask this. If you were born 
into uh, let, let let let's say tomorrow I had you switch into um uh what's the guy's name Usain 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 Bolt's body. Okay. How long would it fit take you to figure out you're the fastest man on the planet? And I use that as a metaphor that Don has landed in the position of CEO, and those of us have been been around forever. We know shit. Like we know that uh, he he's we're looking at Usain Bolt and be like, dude, you're the fastest man in the world, but he doesn't know because he just landed in there. You see what I'm trying to draw here? Like he doesn't know the power probably of the that the media team used to have. He doesn't know that um what causes affiliates to leave or affiliates to come back. He probably doesn't know about the NSCA case. He doesn't know who the enemies are, who the good guys are, who the like he just appeared, but he's in this fucking amazing body. Maybe he does know. And who and who's gonna tell him? I mean, there's a thousand like there's some like there's the there's the fucking justice where he's like, you're a black man who's 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 been a victim of the white man and you're oppressed. And then there's those of us over here like, you're the fastest man who's ever lived. Don't listen to them. It's not right. relevant. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You can win. You're gonna be a billionaire with your fucking Puma contract. Do not listen to those people over there. You're a poor Jamaican. You're poor Jamaican. Run for office. No, go to you. Know, I mean, you, you okay, know what well, I mean. Like so he's check, landed so in this bot. The potential so for CrossFit out. is fucking insane. So check and, this out. And does he know it? Or is he? He, he jumps yeah. into he jumps into uh, Bolt's body. Yeah, has yeah. the ability to be the fastest man on the on the planet. Yeah, and then actually realizes that he's really good at chemistry and comes up with something that like saves the world that way. Okay. Okay. So maybe uh, 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 when right. he comes into Greg's spot, yeah, um, he can see the things that he has. But uh, you know, again, like it doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to be Greg. Oh shit! Maybe I'm not going to give Don a chance. Maybe you pegged me. <laughs> 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 and no one clip that and say maybe you pegged me. <laughs> oh man! I saw uh, your face, Caleb. <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I, you know, at the same, are you saying that I, that I want that, do you hear in my voice that like, I'm just trying to make it go back to the old days and that that's, yeah, there's there's an element of that because the old days were fucking good. Fuck. This podcast, they were, huh? (laughs) Fuck that. And we're done. Thanks for coming and talk to you later. (laughs) No, go on, go on. Um, I think that, uh, I think that, you know, when you look back at how it was, it was so new and so exciting and man, it was rolling so fast. And like the, the upper trajectory of what CrossFit and what Greg was doing was, I mean, the explosion was out of control, out of control. And it felt so good to be some, to be part of something that was so cool and so exciting and so fun and so like raw and, it was amazing. Then even, even at great, like I remember like 2018, like, I mean, Greg was pulling away and he, you know, pulls all the media stuff out and, and he goes from, he goes from, uh, you know, saying, okay, here's how you're going to decide what division you're into. All right, we're going to do what the Olympic does and you can say whatever it is that you want to be in. You can identify right. with whatever. And I'm like, like everything just imploded. All of a sudden, all the stuff that we are part of just fractured right. all over the place. And, you know, and 
Greg had his reasons for doing whatever he was going to do. It was Greg's show. He could have right. he could do whatever he wanted. If he was going to go out and he's like, I want to pull the plug on everything. Okay, fine. Um, the pieces that that Eric had to pick up uh, when he came in, he came in with the skill set that he had, which is I'm going to be as inclusive and we want everyone to be in and we want to be, it It was, it turned into a money game and us old people that came from Greg's that cloth, like that made no sense to us, made no sense. And the brand couldn't handle that. I, 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 the brand couldn't handle that big of a switch from, Fuck you! We're going, and it's going to be down and dirty. We're we're getting after it too. Eh, it's really pretty, and everyone come in, and we're not going to hurt anyone's feelings. And it's like that's all we do is hurt people's feelings. What are we talk yes, about cult, yes, man, cult. Yes, we yes. don't care about that. Yes. It's okay to have your feelings hurt. Like, yes. we'll all come back. I'll give you a hug afterwards. It's fine. Yes. Like we're all good. Yes. So that's it's okay to have your feelings hurt. It's okay. You're lucky. Yeah, you're lucky. It means you're alive. You're lucky. So they're out. Dawn's in and it's like, okay, man, like, he, what, what, what do you, Hey, gonna, you know, that stings you a little bit, back? by the way, for but, all the people who got fired by the regime that's now out, that sucks. Yeah, totally. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? I was talking to someone the other day who got fired. I'm like, damn, the dude who fired you doesn't even work there anymore. And they're like, yep. And it's that, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you ever think um <laughs> put up Mike Bell's fitness shorts, dude? That's funny. If you two do CrossFit, then why do you two look like superheroes? Do you do you ever think that uh oh uh oh line it up, dude? Oh. Line it up. That's funny. Um, um uh do you ever think that you um on yours and Chase's show that you're both kind of um, wide open. There's no, like you're, you're the same guy twice. Um, Do you know what I mean? Like, like, no, I, like I understand Sean and Chase. I I would understand like Sean and Bill, um, but you have like two guys. Like I couldn't, I couldn't imagine a show with Sevon and Sevon. It would be like, <laughs> I, I don't, I would not want to be around another one of me. I, we, I, could, I couldn't, you, I you couldn't. You don't think that like you and Matt, or like rolling down no. the same. Come on. Uh, me. Here's what me. Here's here's what I'll say with me and Chase. Me and Chase are not. I, I wouldn't say that we're the same. Uh, we are cut from the same cloth on a lot of things. We're we're both athletes, long time athletes, so we have a lot of the same kind of feels. We like the uh, uh, the firing. You know, get excited and get fired up about certain things. But I don't think that we are always exactly the same um, i don't think you're exactly the same i just mean you're both extremely outspoken no i, I, I wouldn't i wouldn't I would disagree with that outspoken yeah i wouldn't disagree with that i i think that but you guys make it work don't get me wrong but oh you're talking about how we push that way so i just I think on the actually, show there's 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 not the um there's no pen and teller no it's chase and bill i i think that uh i realize and maybe this is an age thing uh yeah, Susan's the nice version of me. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say yeah. <laughs> uh, Chase, I, I know that Chase gets on rolls and he wants to get up on his on his soapbox, and it's like, hey man, do your thing. Me, I don't, I don't. If I was younger, I I think I would maybe feel like I want to get on my soapbox too. A lot of times for me, I'll just like I I'm a little bit more patient now, so I can just kind of sit back and wait, and then I can just say my piece. 
Okay, you know, so you guys I, do. I, so you do see yourselves as di- different in that way. I think we're kind of complementary. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, I love when he gets all around. It cracks me up. It, it's funny. Um, who, do do you think that some some like out of like how often do you guys go go on? Uh, once or twice a week. It's kind of impressive what Morning Chalkup has done. That dude Lafranco started it as a um, email. Yeah. Just an email he sends to people. And then um now it's a it's a full blown that they're doing all sorts of shit. You know, they yeah. do writing, they're they do video, they they they're just everywhere. Um who now there's a lot of people in the space, mm-hmm. I feel like. There's a lot there's a, there's so many choices. There's kind of the lifestyle stuff that like maybe uh uh Craig Ritchie and the Buttery Bros are doing. Um and I don't mean to just pigeonhole them. They do other stuff too. But, and then there's all these like podcasts yeah, or like reports and they're different length. Everyone's trying different things. There's uh you guys, there's Clydesdale. Um, there's Jason media. Yeah. There's Hiller. There's um, uh, who, who, who are, who's the other, what other podcasts are there's the wads and pods guy. Um, do, do, who do you think, do you think someone's going to tap? Like, do you think eventually, like, like, um, like Armin, like Armin tapped, right? Yeah. Did, Ar- did Armin tap? I haven't seen that guy around in a long time. Yeah. So he had a he had a crazy run. He was the guy. Right. He was the guy. And then he had unprotected sex, and now he's not. <laughs> he, he's he's kind of we don't know where he went. He just. Um, I think people will tap out when they. It's always easy to be in the mix when things are flowing easily or like you're in the beginning. So you have all this energy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But you have to kind of I think if you. For us, for me and Chase, we're we really try to stay in the space of the programming realm. Um, Is something programmed a particular way? Why is it programmed a particular way? And I I think even with the Glassman uh, book club thing that we're doing, it falls into the why are you making it this way? Why are you designing it this way? Here's all you really need to do to have an effective program or to have an effective gym or whatever. Um, and, and it's we try to stay in our lane with that. I know that we've had people that have wanted to have us talk about different things on our show. And that was something that we always tried to really hold true to, which is we're going to stay in our lane. Um, I think that wherever these other people go, they're going to have to play with that. They're going to have to play with that realm. If they want to compete with, I'm going to look at everything. Okay, well, then you have some giants that you're going to have to compete with. And you may compete with them for a little while or be all excited in the beginning. But then you're going to have to, you know, after the first handful of months of being out there, it's like, are you doing it because you're trying to get something or are you doing it because you really enjoy this? I think you have always been the talker, the questioner, the let me kind of see what I can dig on under the surface of whatever of, of all of the different aspects of things that you're talking about. Um, the, the morning chalk up. I think that I think something that they need personally that they need to be careful of is how broad they go, because if they go too broad, then it's a very shallow depth on all the things that they're talking about. Like it would kind of crack me up when they started talking about how the affiliates should run their business. I'm like, well, what the hell are you guys talking about? Um, is anyone, is anyone even listening to you for that? Because what, what lane do you think they should stay in? Uh, 
It's a good question. I don't know. I I could see them as the general. They're like the general news source. The the you know the the silly little stories that you hear on the side. Like not silly, and I don't mean that in a, a derogatory. Do you think way. they should keep it superficial? Do you think that's their thing, like to tell us when the games is, to tell us that someone did CrossFit and they were blind no, and now they can see again? They should tell us that affiliate fees have been raised. They their should just thing report is, the facts. Or their thing is like <clears throat> um, talking about the fact that like athletes aren't getting paid on the podium, or about the athletes' sick dog. You know, <laughs> do you know um, what that's in reference to? No. Someone, someone used, I can't fucking remember what was it, Emma McQuaid. Someone used basically that their dog had a seizure as a reason for why they could, didn't do well at an event. And I'm not making fun of them. That's fine. Like, I like to each his own, but it is still, but I am also making fun of you too. Like, like you got to make fun of that. <laughs> oh, man. I did. I, I don't think, I think where they are when they talk about that kind of stuff, it's like, oh, that's pretty interesting stuff. And I, w- I would, browse through that like i browse through the normal you know newspaper clip things that kind of come across my my feed um i i don't see them getting super super deep i see you getting super super deep um i see should they should they um i honestly i think they're where they do best is their um, a lot of information, not on, uh, not a lot of information on one thing, a lot of information, all, all of the things. These guys aren't paying these things. These things came up here. This, uh, this thing happened over here. This thing happened over here. It's almost like these, like nuggets. Like maybe they should be a conductor and just pointing shit out, and the rest of us go down and track down the 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 kinda. details. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. I mean, I think that's what, like, when you look at like what Brian does, they will have the one little piece, and then Brian is the one that goes deep on it. Yeah, you know, and that's why I think that that uh, um, Barben, you know, saw him and and decided to take that to be pull him into that. Are you um um do you do you do you work for CrossFit every year? Is there something like it? it do you, do you cross paths with uh, Inc. HQ every year? Like some sort of um, if they do commentary stuff and they bring me in, then I, I do it with them that way. I've never, I've never officially worked for CrossFit. I was always a, like an independent contractor whenever they brought me in. Have you ever missed a games where you didn't commentate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Recently? Yeah. Um, I didn't do the 20, I didn't do the 2019 games. That's when they had that first weird thing and the rogue kind of did their thing and everyone kind of separated out. That was the um, nations when they added like <clears throat> all the nations yeah. there. Okay. Yeah, that was the first one. And then um I didn't do what was the that was the one before was the Aromas twenty one? Oh, the one where there were only five athletes went to the Yeah, games? The one before that I didn't do. And did, but you did twenty twenty two. Yeah. Uh so, I did it on the I did it with the Masters. I did the uh the Masters division. And and when you're called to do that, is that through um, Doobie's company? Like, uh, the last time, yeah, the last time they did. So you basically they say, oh, we're we're covering the Masters. Will you will you uh, commentate it? Yeah. And who did you do it with? Um, I did it with Jeff Brightwell. Um, do they? Um, where did you did you put on hiatus because there wasn't work or was it political? 
Uh, or yes. From, from <laughs> what I was told. Yeah. Um, someone in HQ didn't feel that I was uh, growing as a commentator um, enough. And so they decided that um, I shouldn't be there. And I was like, no. No one told me what it was. No one told me who it was. If you were on the L1 team, they would have given you the feedback straight to your face. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, in the old in the old days, in the old days, you were for Dave and Nicole. They would have told you someone in the old exactly in the old days, and that's that was the whole thing. Is like you know, someone told you the uh, I I I just wanted like tell me like. And I'm a big kid. Like yeah. I'm, a, you know, like yeah. if I'm not doing something, but also like if I'm not doing something, don't tell me after the fact. Like if there's a reason that you don't want me, cool. But if I can fix it, tell me before you say that you don't want me because I'm not doing whatever. Like just let me know. You know, I'll fix it. But maybe I should do a ranking show for commentators with Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one's tried to cancel me yet, so I, you know, who knows? Who knows? Uh, what about what about 2023? Um, if they want me to come out, I'll, I'll come out and do. I love doing it. If they you want do. me, if they want me there, uh, I I I love being part of it. Yeah. Oh, another thing. A bunch of people told me yesterday uh, were reaching out to me, telling me that the games in 2024 uh, were moving to um, Birmingham. You guys, I told you, I I said that on the show fucking eight months ago. Really? Yeah, Birmingham, Alabama. It's definitely, it's definitely, uh, I mean, going back to 2019 or 2018, it was a, um, very serious possibility. It was one of the possibilities, um, even before Madison, Birmingham, Madison, uh, Jackson was also, uh, I remember Jackson, but like, geez, oh man, like in summertime, Florida, ew. How about Birmingham's going to be fucking hot as shit too. I mean, what are they going to call it? Like the humidity games? What are they going to call it? Um, so you don't you when you don't work the games you don't go to the games no yeah no yeah, me neither um, i can't i can't i couldn't i couldn't do that yeah it was um it, it was very I, I mean obviously i wasn't very happy about it i mean i was no fuck it i was fucking pissed yeah like because it was like again like just fucking tell me like if you want me to fix something tell me but i can't fix and it's it what you, you do and it's and what I, you and, do. Trust me, I understand. I well, was and, and, I was and I, when I when I wasn't going either. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I, I feel that you know what, what's really hard is it there. I mean, there are friendships and relationships that are there, and when you when you have worked with a, a a group of people for a really really long time, you think that at least like that's the least you can do is just tell me. You know, give me a heads up. If you want me to fix something, I'll fix it. But, you know, loyalties are a big thing to me. That, that's always been something that's real important to me. And, and, and like, even back in the old grid days, I mean, you were the first person that I talked to about grid. I'm like, hey, man, I know you got the inside track over there. I really want to do this grid thing because I need master's athletes. Oh, that's think? right. That's right. You were the, you were, you were the first person that's I right. met because I, I knew you could talk to Dave. I knew you could talk to Greg and... I wanted to know. I mean, I don't want to ruin what I had at the time, you know. Right. And so, right. And what were the politics? Like, yeah. And and it was like a hey, well, he's the voice of CrossFit. So if he's if he's gonna be part of that, then like these are two competing things. And I'm like, okay, well then I'm out. And I was gonna be offered. Dude, they were gonna offer me a lot of money to do that stuff. I mean, I, I probably I probably would have never gotten paid because there were a lot of athletes that right. didn't get paid on that. 
Right. But um, because masters were such an inch in the beginning of, of that setup, you had to have a master's athlete. And I was, I was one of the good older people back then. I mean, they were going to offer, I mean, way more than I was getting, even for doing commentary stuff. I'm going to a big party on, um, I don't know if it's a party. Yeah, it's a party. It's a brain party on Friday night. And the, and the host just sent me a text and told me to invite you. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. I didn't know this person even listened to the show. It's making me nervous. <laughs> Brother, thanks for coming on. Love you to death. Yeah, dude, I love it, man. Anytime. I've told you that before. Like, open. Whenever you want me to come in, let me know. Okay. Drop anytime. Okay. Um, and, 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 and same, you're, you're, you're always welcome. I, I don't know what, I don't know what took so long. It was kind of funny too. I just remember just, I was just kind of like wherever I was, I was like laying in bed or whatever. I'm like, Holy fuck. I can't believe we, I haven't had Bill Grundler on yet. And I just said, we have, say, come on. We have, like, it's hysterical how we've all gone in our direction, but like, like our history is, I think one of the classic CrossFit yes. stories of all time. I think it's hysterical yes. for the next so. show. We'll tell it. Okay, cool. Um, all right, guys, everyone, thanks for checking in. Uh, Bill Grundler, you're the man. Thanks, um, you are. And I'll talk to you. Uh, I'll, I'm sure I'll be texting with you today like every day. Perfect. Later, brother. Later, man. Can you come on? Ah, yes. Nice to see you. <laughs> He's great, isn't he? I didn't even have to use any of my notes. I was going to say, did you even touch them? You had a lot of notes for that one. Yeah. I didn't have to touch any of my notes. Hey, <laughs> I would love to do a live call-in show with him, like where we don't talk about CrossFit, but I just bring up all the crazy shit. But I feel bad. I don't want to drag him into the fucking insanity. Drag him through the mud. Yeah, drag him in front of the fucking, in front of tranny talk. But he'd be so fun. He's such a good talker. Yeah, he's good. All right. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see the UFC. Do we have the UFC show scheduled tomorrow? Um, I don't, we have live so. call in show. Yeah, I think that's what we have tomorrow. But have you, if, if, if you go to, um, YouTube and you type in UFC schedule, you usually see this fucking amazing schedule. Oh, so there are no fights again. Really? Oh, there are no fights. Oh yeah. Not till next week. Yeah, and I only see two at they 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 don't even have the card laid out. Yeah, they only have four fights scheduled. Look at this guy, Victor Henry. Can you see him? Yeah. Look at that hair. He looks oh. like Tarzan. He does look like Tarzan. You guys want to see something funny that I sent to? Yeah, it looks like Tarzan. Holy shit, it's a 35-year-old dude fighting a 40-year-old dude. That 40-year-old dude's 5'4". Oh, my God. I, I, I would fit right in between those two. It's 5'5". Five five. A healthy 5'5". Five five. <laughs> you think you'd take either of those guys? No. I couldn't even beat one of those guys if they were fucking blindfold. blindfolded. Um, did you, did you see the link that I sent you? Can we, can we just play that before we, um, the car? Yeah. 
Let's just play before we go. That this shit is fucking crazy. Did you watch this yet? Yeah. This is fucking nuts. Check this out, guys. This is in California somewhere. What the heck is going on right here? This person's sparking. All doors open right here. I cannot believe this guy's car is even going down the 405 freeway, but he's making it happen here on one wheel, apparently. Rather dangerous situation happening here on the 405. Tailgate open. There's no tailgate party going on in sight, but this guy is just letting it all hang loose right now. Front wheel is definitely out. Let's see what this person's smoking. (laughs) That camera works amazing. Get off the road. Miss, get out of the car. Yeah. Are you on drugs right now? No, not at all. My car gave out. I mean, I had somebody help me before, and apparently the brake did not. Stop. Do you know you're driving on three wheels right now? Your wheel's completely out. You just crashed into this gentleman right okay. here. You almost you're out. a hazard. You're on the freeway. Okay. 80 miles on the freeway. Okay. On the three wheels. I'm going to trade it. You need to get out of the car. I will. Just, just get car. out of the car, just miss. The car. You're on drugs right now. You're no, on painkillers. There's so some, yes, you car. are. Oh my god. You are on some drugs right now. Oh my god, absolutely. Put not. your car. Okay, hold on a minute. Hold on. So here's the thing. When he's telling her to get out of the car, I want to fucking kick him in the face. Like, hey dude, don't tell like Shut the fuck up. Like you've overstepped your bounds. But but was he right? Yeah, dude. She's she's fucked up. That's I can't believe she was like actually driving that so well. And she's on she's on drugs. Oh my god. That was and she kind of talked normal. And I the way she was holding her wallet in her hand, she just looked like some lady who was in line at fucking Safeway. You know what yeah. I mean? Like she had like a little bit of a slur. But like, he's very minor. She's probably. I, a, I saw that this morning, and I'm like, do I? Maybe like, if if shit gets bad with Bill, I'll play this. <laughs> what do you mean? There's no way I'm five five. I look like I'm five nine or something. Five ten. Five eleven. Probably I know. I, I know. I look taller. I'm proportioned perfectly. Uh, Sevon, that lady's on the road with you and your kids. Don't be sympathetic towards her. She high as fuck. Fair. Okay. Brandon Waddle. Fine. Waddell, fine. You win. Thank you for unfucking me. That's how we get away with it, right? Trish. I know we know who Trish is, right? That's like someone, that's like Wad Zombie's alter ego or some shit. It's gotta be. They're so good. Trish is so good. I'd say Trish Trish. is like MVP. She's pretty good. Oh, you, that's bullshit. You mean 6-1, typo, typo, typo. All right, tomorrow, 7 a.m. If it's a live call-in show, it is going to be one of the craziest live call-in shows ever because I have so many fucking crazy notes and good videos. I'm so fucking excited. I'm so excited. Um, I got a uh, 60-pound... So someone in the comments said that I can't snatch 100 pounds with a 100-pound dumbbell and that I was lying, that I'd never done that. So I, ha- I, I had a 50-pound dumbbell that I've been playing with. And so yesterday I got a 60-pound dumbbell and I actually snatched it. Um, 20 times yesterday, not in a row. 20 rep max. But, but, um, 
I, it was just, it was like 11 o'clock at night. I went in there, I rode the assault bike for 10 minutes. I was dripping sweat or maybe 1030 at night. And then I just did 20 alternating hands with the 60 pound dumbbell resting in between like 15, 20 seconds in between, but the 60 felt good. Totally doable. The 60 does not feel doable cold, by the way. Like if I, if I have to move the 60 pound dumbbell from one side of the room to the other, and you ask me, could you snatch that? There's no fucking way. But after 10 minutes on the assault bike and I'm dripping wet, it goes up. It goes up pretty easy. So now I need to get a 70 pound. I'm going to just keep buying. Yeah. And I'm going to wait a month. I'm going to buy a 70 pound dumbbell. Progressive overload. I like it. It's it's smart. Is that what that's called? Yeah. And then I'm going to snatch a hundred pound dumbbell and that that'll be that. Maybe one tech. You're going to have it filmed? Of course. Everything is to be filmed, Caleb. Filmed or it didn't happen. 2022, baby. It's all for it's all for likes and follows. All right, guys. Thank you. See everyone soon. Bye-bye.